listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Motherfuckers can't rhyme no more about crime no more till I'm no more cause I'm so raw. My flow exposed holes that they find in yours. Was it for me? Niggas will still be dying for hoes, but I hate when a nigga sit back admiring yours. Young blood, you better get that. We fine because niggas don't want to be confined to riding the iron horse and don't listen to these rappers. Yo, they dying to floss. I used to be OT applying the force, shoot up the whole block, then the iron i toss come back with the click playing diana ross i'm the boss and this is how it's gonna be hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and karen and we are in the house that's right karen is here y'all <laughs> Hmm. that's right we uh we, we had we only missed a day really of podcasting we moved the feedback show to a sunday mm-hmm. and uh you know karen's here she's a bit swollen up in the face area but she's uh you know a trooper she ready to do some feedback with you guys mm-hmm. um so you know and i and this was not my idea i don't want y'all to think i'm ike turner i feel like <laughs> the whole time she's been walking around with this swole face all weekend and people been looking at me like should i slide her a note for help <laughs> and i just want to be like no she had oral surgery um so you know she swole up a little bit but then at the same time that's probably what abusive people say is they got a built-in excuse already like oh no she just fell down the stairs don't don't worry about that when i had to eat i was about to be like felt like i was supposed to order for karen no the little lady will have a soup and don't look at her eyes waiter okay you get away from here and i will have five pieces of chicken some macaroni and cheese and she would just have a salad um so yeah but she's here so um how you feeling i'm feeling good i'm glad i can finally try to kind of crack a smile Mm-hmm. yeah she's real swole you can't really see the smile Mm-mm. um and stuff and uh the swelling go is going down slowly mm-hmm. um shout out to the to the doctors uh you know they did a good job mm-hmm you know he told me uh he's never he was like i had to take out her teeth through her nose and mm-hmm. he was like extremely proud of that um he told me like two times in like five seconds i got to talk to him he was like yeah you know i, I normally don't do that but you know like six times a year yeah take teeth out through the nose I was like all right cool bro <laughs> like, good, good job i don't i mean what you want me to say bro that, that's a rarity rarity for those of you going well why does she have teeth taken out in the first place i want to get braces Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I've been wanting to do since I've been an itty itty bitty girl. And um, when I was younger, uh, Medicaid and Medicare uh, wouldn't pay for it unless it interfered with your speech. So, like a lot of adults, come to find out, shout out to all the adult braces people out there. Uh, there are a lot of adults that get braces later on in life when they can afford to get health care and uh, um, FSA and all this adult shit. Um, you can pay for it and. It just so happened that uh, two of my adult teeth formed behind my nose, and they just sat there. And they just, I didn't even know they was there until, like, the last few years ago. And so uh, they was like, yeah, in order for you to get uh, your teeth taken out, I actually needed a total of eight, but I had already had my wisdom teeth taken out years ago. They was like, yeah, you need four more. So, yeah, they had to uh, pull the teeth behind my nose yeah and they was he was really proud of that man yeah, good that's for an him. accomplishment because honey yeah i want to know All right good for him so uh yeah we went ahead and uh you know got that done but yeah can't swell up but she decided to be a trooper and do this show for you guys anyway because mm-hmm. she loves you guys that much um 
and uh yeah this is something that you know now she's on audio record as i did not touch her okay i did not hear her at no, all he, he he didn't because it, it and you know what the thing is and i was with him but just the looks that people was like not really throwing at me they was like cutting at him just complete strangers they're like i know you put your hands on her right? i was like no he did like i can't explain it like I, y'all there's no abuse in this relationship whatsoever but mm-hmm. it was just amazing because I, I guess my face just looked like i just got a good ass whooping so everybody was like i know you put your hands on her mm-hmm but yeah it was people like the waiter would walk away and then she would just be looking at me like mm-hmm. i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i'm out here helping her get out the house and get some soup in her life yeah now one thing i can say y'all uh we were joking on facebook but i ain't gonna lie get a man that can do both because roger took care of me and he made homemade soup y'all i ain't getting no canned soup Mm-mm. no 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 campbell's i got some homemade soup and i ate the hell out of it uh yeah um yeah i made karen i've been you know doing all the stuff you're supposed to do to take care of somebody you know uh set her up on the couch with a video game uh made a couple soups i made a clam chowder mm-hmm. and then i made a uh i made a tomato soup yesterday mm-hmm. um which is the tomato soup was some it was the instructions were some bullshit but the soup turned out good mm-hmm. like they they said it only take an hour in a crock pot on high that mm-hmm. nigga that's a lie that shit <laughs> took it would have took like at least four but instead I, I had to do it overnight like for 10 hours but um you know went to the store got all that stuff um you know had to do the gauze if you guys have ever had oral surgery you know you have to put gauze in there so i had to do all that stuff she was bleeding a little bit from her nose and Mm -hmm. mouth and she was all drugged up when we got back so i had to you know uh help her out with all that stuff um which you know uh is is to me is no it's, it's just something that you have to do i think a lot of times when people talk about marriage and they talk about relationships and shit uh um a lot of a lot of the moments that i think people really look forward to is just like the good stuff first house first right. car first mm-hmm. first child you know shit like that but you know that's part of me that does look forward to the moments where you have to step up and take care of people and and do things to you know because that's what you really here for that's what we're both here for you know is the fact that you know when the doctor's telling me you know oh you got these are the instructions to take care of her then i'm like look i want to make sure that happens i want to make I'm sure that we because i ain't seen nobody's instructions yeah you know <laughs> you gotta you know you gotta remind uh remind people you know oh you gotta fly you gotta swish them out of your mouth you can't with uh some warm salty water you can't spit you can't um you know uh can't use a straw you can't well karen doesn't smoke um you know you gotta um you know you gotta get in there and brush your teeth when you can you can um you know be careful what solids you eat and stuff like that uh you know i was already planning on like what kind of soups i was gonna make and all that stuff like weeks ago because to me that shit is important and you do want to make that transition as easy as possible i've had my wisdom teeth out uh i think i was i think i was living at home when i had my wisdom teeth out mm-hmm. but uh with my mom and me and um you know that was like one of those things where um i remember how i felt during that time all i wanted to do was take drugs and sleep to be honest and then you know you, you get yourself some chunky soup or some shit that's 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 dinner um so i just wanted to make sure that all that stuff was taken care of and that she had to do the least amount of stuff possible yeah, um you- i already do like a lot of the 
cleaning and stuff mm-hmm. with certain stuff anyway because i'm the one that's at home so that part wasn't that big a deal but yeah the, you know making sure because karen always cooks and shit for for me like when i'm up here putting up the podcast and stuff at night sometimes karen will go in the kitchen and make food or something like that so you know all that shit matters um so i just i wanted to like make sure you were as comfortable as possible since i knew you know i if i was out of it you would have took care of me the same way so yeah you did a great job and and uh i've had oral uh surgery before because like i said i had my uh wisdom teeth taken out but not quite like this because the thing is uh they give you like this instruction book on the do's and don'ts and i did not realize that some of the instructions were just common sense mm. that apparently somebody didn't do they was like uh yeah don't come in here with flip-flops and sandals i was thinking yeah they give you a drug that you must take an hour before mm. yeah why would you come here with some open toe shoes and some slide ins like tennis shoes would be common sense they tell you like brush your teeth when you come in there i mean i was like well you never know i mean it, so everything is just something somebody didn't do True. you know i'm one of those weird people that i you know, i don't know if it's weird but i definitely brush and floss before i go to the dentist anyway mm-hmm. even when i'm getting the cleaning which kind of defeats the purpose of them doing all that work but i actually do it because i don't want them up in my mouth scratching and scraping too hard anyway um and plus i floss like naturally daily a couple times a day so um you know it so one it's weird whenever i do have a cavity i'm always like what the fuck but <laughs> but then two um the other part of it is when they um when they when they uh have to do that shit themselves they won't fuck you up too much because it's like oh you already do this every day um but yeah I, I do think there's a lot of people i think about that sometimes i was like what if somebody just didn't take a shower and just went to the dentist like if i'm going to the dentist i wake up i make sure that i'm taking my morning shower i don't go well let me go work out first and then i'll then i'll take a shower later like no i I, want to be clean i want i want them to be like "Mm, this man smelled like essence of oils and shea butter i love this guy this is my favorite client i'm gonna make sure to take care of all his teeth as opposed to like oh i gotta hold my nose and and, and go through this dude's teeth i mean <laughs> like, yeah, my thing is that you got there you're knocked out i mean you're you're out cold and uh it was uh hilarious i actually had a uh uh before they uh put me out he was feeling for my hands and y'all i, I don't have rolling or quote-unquote movement veins but i have small veins and i was halfway drugged up because like i said you have to take uh, a pill prior to you going they were trying to feel my arm and uh find out where to put the vein in and i had to kind of tell him why i was dozing i was like hey use the butterfly needle while <laughs> i was going down for the count yeah when i was in the and i was in the uh waiting room it was funny too because uh they were playing the christmas smurf movies oh, movie over on repeat and uh <laughs> I, I wore my christmas smurf shirt and it was just serendipity that let me know it's gonna be cool um and then as far as like taking care of uh everything around the house uh i like to compare it to like a a sports analogy all right there's like people on the sports team that just want to be there and they just want to win and they just want to not be the part that gets blamed like i don't want to have a turnover they Mm -hmm. lost the game i don't want to miss the shot they lost the game but then there's some people that's like in order to win the game you got to hit the shot you got to be willing to shoot the shot that will win the game which also means you have to be willing to miss the shot that will get you blamed for missing the game i feel like that's how relationships are sometimes a lot of people 
want to coast and they don't want to be to blame for nothing but at the same time that means they never step up and do shit so i look at stuff like that like like this weekend or you know this week basically is like that's that's when you want to step up like that's the whole point of being married is you want to be in that or in a relationship whatever kind of relationship you're in but you should want to be that person's crutch that they can lean on because you know it is it's there's people out here that go through this shit by themselves and it's hard you know so what would be the fucking point if you're like ooh, blood i don't want to touch your mouth you know what i mean <laughs> like that i'm intimate with right right you know there's a lot of people that get kind of like you know like that or you know uh, i've seen people all the time on twitter they're like when you get sick when when people get sick they just turn to babies i don't want to take care of them it's like well shit that's kind of the whole fucking the deal is you know you sick we sick let's how we gonna fix this how are we gonna get through this let's get you the right medicines let's get you the the right shit let's go to the right doctors let's go through all this shit because it's just that's when you show you care about somebody so mm-hmm. um i think that uh you know that's a huge part of it so i'm glad that you know we were able to kind of um get all that stuff taken care of and uh thank you for everybody who sent well wishes mm-hmm. i told everybody the surgery went good and you was home high as hell and um and uh, because like every like that that post got so many likes and people leaving comments and hug up for me and say oh, this and that for her you. and all this stuff so um you know thank you everybody that did send their well wishes and stuff to us because uh you know that stuff definitely matters uh all right the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and of course uh we can't go through here without giving props uh because this is a feedback show okay guys um i know we just talked about a bunch of shit but <laughs> technically we are we are here yeah so uh, for those of you listening for the feedback show for the first time thinking oh shit they back yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i know a lot of y'all are like oh damn what is this uh, but yeah it's a feedback show so we had to give props to the people that took the time out to donate to the show uh, I dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day that's right guys it's time to celebrate the people that took the time out of their bank account to help us out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Tawana J. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Tawana. Thank you, baby. Cedric, the Entertainer W. Recurring Donator. Thank you. Shayna W. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Shayna. Uh, looks like we got a one-time donation from Kemishan M. Recurring Donator. Thank you. I hope I pronounced that right. Cecil H. Recurring Donator. Thank you, Cecil. Didn't know they made new cecils in 2016 i thought i thought they had a don breed yeah i thought cecil went out with the 1920s uh hugh g recurring donator thank you hugh g michael irvin the playmaker recurring donator noel w recurring donator linwood c recurring donator b cole cubicle negro recurring donator harold w recurring donator thank you kimberly m j recurring donator thank you kimberly uh pamela ab recurring donator thank you pamela uh we got a brand new recurring donation from oh man how am i gonna pronounce this wrong uh let's say halicu halicu 
let's just go with hh okay let's go with hh hh thank you so much for your recurring donation i'm so sorry i messed your name up i know it's messed up brand new though go join go join the new members class comrade thank you uh cindric of cynthia d recurring donator thank you cynthia Mm -hmm. and that's everybody play me out kirkman the truth is, I almost gave up a power that I can't explain. The Holy Ghost power fell like heaven, like a shower. And I know we've been hurt, y'all, but still, I smile. Come on, even when I hurt, see, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. Smile. It's so much to look up when you look down. Sure will hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. All right, all right, all right. Um, so I guess the first thing we should get into are five star reviews. We got a couple on iTunes, none on um that other spot, Stitcher uh but let's get to the ones we did get love the show from west side one who says these two are a blast and they keep it 100 that's right five stars <laughs> thank you rod and karen keep doing what you're doing this podcast has become a part of my weekly routine your woke perspective on things is refreshing and karen's laugh is music to my ears there you go she'll be able to laugh again soon <laughs> uh see view me say writes i love it five stars i love this podcast it's a must listen roddy karen are the best a real place to hear some other black perspectives that's what i'm talking about thank you i plead the fifth star (laughs) five stars by the big kid 99 this show is amazingly riddled with a beautiful black with beautiful blackness Mm, amazingly riddled with beautiful blackness i like that i am a long time listener and have appreciated every show i've listened to from the structure of the show to the well thought out opinions on social issues this show is a plus even though fucking with black people is the a depressing segment uh it happens to be my favorite i may be i may just be crazy yet i feel as though it's educational and broadens my perspective on race relations with real-time examples the blackout tips is surely a home to come to during a miserable commute thank you for providing us non-famous with wonderful material stay blessed <laughs> ashton <laughs> at the nuke oh uh, thank you man thank you baby uh and the last five star review is from mdp38 who says so much fun five stars i'm so happy i stumbled across this podcast through twitter each episode is unique and manages to be hilarious while also thought-provoking well i'm glad you stumbled upon it as well my mm-hmm. friend uh and keep in mind if you're not from the united states and that means just the united states uh not canada not mexico um please let us know uh and we'll if you leave us a five-star review we'll read it but we have to go find the country that it's actually from because mm-hmm. itunes is very xenophobic and voted for trump okay guys it doesn't really support all this kumbaya come together bullshit okay mm-hmm. trevor noah the itunes <laughs> says your black ass need to let us know where you at or you we ain't get we ain't talking to you so um i'm just kidding trevor noah okay don't be mad please send me cupcakes i want more cupcakes um but uh yeah that's so just let us know what country you from uh all right let's talk about the comments that we got on episodes um 
throughout the week and we got a lot of comments Uh oh a lot we got a nine comments on 1336 but he woke me up this morning <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so let's check the comments uh ooh, it's a lot of comments uh lauren says the amish do have phone booths on their farms so maybe they have twitter tents as well you'll find out if you get an angry tweet hand carved in wood with a mule abby <laughs> yeah i hope they don't shun me you mm-hmm. know try to make me cut my beard off they will do that okay mm, they'll threaten you your, your, your tweet just have a pair of scissors at mm-hmm. with a pair of scissors i'm gonna see a snail Tremors. snail mail with a carving inside um prof Corey says uh wait how am i pronouncing this wrong i feel like i'm pronouncing it wrong but anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> i feel like she said oh prof car it would be let's see aretha Corey, caretha prof Corey says i can't believe how hard i laugh when y'all little wayne me i can't believe you caught me off guard with that oh yeah because i was like talking about black lives matter <laughs> my life matters especially to my niggas mm-hmm. uh hey offering a critique of the pronunciation of my name is the same as talking about my name watch out i'll fight you hey i ain't say nothing bad about caretha Mm-mm. ain't nothing i'm just trying to get it right okay mm-hmm. i ain't out here to be disrespecting people's names if anything you know um when i talk about people's names i know i'm really talking about their parents so i understand you know <laughs> like like people that spell their kids names g-e-o-f-f instead of just jeff i'm just saying man a lot of y'all raising some assholes i don't know what y'all doing <laughs> to make them assholes but it's just i mean i'm not saying every jeff so don't write in but a lot of y'all g-e-o-f-f a high quotient of assholes in the g-e-o-f-f community I, not you know, all of them but, but i'm gonna need y'all wise. yeah y'all gonna need to self-police that shit okay <laughs> Go figure, have call each other out get a meeting or something figure that shit out because it and i feel like i know i'm not the only one that's been like mm, that is a weird way to spell your name person that is saying something stupid on my social media account <laughs> shara says uh, or maybe shira i think it's shira uh shira says thanks for getting on that guy's ass about being a holy holier than thou vegan there are many reasons that people decide to eat a strictly vegan diet ethical health etc i'm unable to process dairy and meat it's just something it's just not something i enjoy eating basically do you i would never push my views onto someone else people hate that crap eat whatever you want just don't bug me about my choice p.s thanks for pronouncing my name correctly i was definitely named after a cartoon character oh so it is she okay love your show thank you Shira. oh thank you and roger know about that because honey the old man at the y called roger everything but his name yeah i'm not but see i'm not one of them people that's uptight about people getting my name right me either i've been called everything too yeah that's just one of them battles that i ain't trying to fight but i understand people do i just i don't know man like sometimes it's just like it's zephanie with a z nigga it's like okay damn but uh you know or just like almost like it's a personal affront that you're trying like are you trying to pronounce my name huh you trying to say it's shauna when it's shana it's like yo uh that this is not on purpose you know right uh, and it's been with our job where we have to read people's names at least i know i'm reading people's names mm-hmm. every week new names i've not seen before some of them 
can be pronounced differently some of them are not phonetically mm-hmm. the same some so like us are yeah i've had people just write in and give up on on your boy you know like just don't even say it just say, just say this you know and i'm like damn i i was trying you know i'm not trying to 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 this is no disrespect but Mm-mm. it's i think it's just a mentality my mentality is not really like that half of y'all write in and call me rob and i don't know if y'all doing it on purpose or not and i'm just like whatever whatever right what does it matter it's just yeah it it don't know. it don't bother me hey and and i don't know if if it's a black kid thing growing up but my mama uh um she got in her sister name her cousin's name and after a while just au so after a while i just respond to au so you know i don't take it personally Hmm. um yeah so i don't know i think i think people i don't know i don't know where it comes from where people take it really uptight because I, I mean i can see if it was like some disrespect but it's like my name is so-and-so and then i just keep fucking it up on purpose right that's completely different yeah uh so i don't know man um maybe y'all uh but i think some people i just get tired of just maybe y'all picked on or something as kids i don't know some people they just get tired of people correcting their name or they just know they have like a especially here in the united states uh not everybody but you just have some assholes that if your name is not quote-unquote simple but some people just don't try just just keep this real but if your name ain't quote-unquote like white sounding some people would just purposely fuck your name up on purpose Mm -hmm. and so for a lot of people um they get mad and angry because they know people from their teachers and everybody purposely just fuck their names up so some people actually take it very personally because they're like, look, I'm tired of motherfucker pronouncing my name. I don't go around fucking mispronouncing your name on purpose. But you know, like I said, I mean, like I said, if it's, experience if, it's per- if it's if it's on purpose, I guess. But I just right. never seen. Like I don't know. I just have a different experience. You know, like if I correct you one time and you don't get it right, I, to me it's just like, oh no, biggie. That person can't get my name right, and I just move on. But uh, yeah, some people take it like they're just like motherfucker. Album stab you. You be like, whoa, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, my bad, dog, my bad. I ain't realized I was gonna get shanked over mispronunciation of a name. All right. Uh, especially saying it in written format, because right. then sometimes I don't like. Sometimes with the English language, shit don't make sense. Right. You know, it's like, oh no, it's Kita, even though it's got a Q, and you would think it was Quita, but it's Kita or whatever. You know, like a little shit like that. Yeah. Uh, Miss One Ko says man i had to donate just because of the sunday morning testimonials he woke me up folks being serious about a joke are the joy killers of life i serve a jesus <laughs> i serve a jesus who gifted us with laughter amen the competition of who ain't complaining uh was golden but that building fund lol and side note karen's laugh always makes my day i live i live i laugh loudly like that often and i don't feel alone in the world Mm-mm, you ain't alone baby yeah i think that's uh i think one of the things that's interesting about the whole when people write in about karen's laugh is how many women identify with that and uh i think it's definitely because uh the world makes people feel bad for laughing and it also makes women feel bad for being noticed right and my laugh is 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 it's a heavy hard deep high laugh so it's like if i laugh you literally can spot it out in the room almost and i know it's other people that laugh like me in fact you have a similar laugh to me but your laugh is never critiqued the same way right uh also the other thing that's weird is uh people writing in about how much they love karen's laugh this is before that dude wrote that bullshit Mm -hmm. isn't that interesting 
so also uh bamil 73 says yellow is furiously calling willie d about karen rod and karen now yeah he's the one who wrote in about us about me specifically being a coon for not enjoying the uh what i've thought to be a terrible raw vegan meal um <laughs> your riff about he woke me up this morning had me in stitches it reminds me of people back home in jamaica how you doing no money to run we we have a pain in me side me have a pain in me side but me just taking a hard life easy because me a god pick me i don't know what that means but that's similar to it sound like it mm-hmm. jaggy says if the congregation is rich when i have no problem with the rich then i have no problem with a rich preacher but the congregation is dirt poor and the preacher is rich i have a big problem with that well let me tell you something i don't care what the congregation look like but if your preacher ain't balling step your game up church okay <laughs> y'all better get on the street and get the hustling for this preacher's money i wish i would be broke and be a preacher Mm-mm, not your boy i quit i could have sold drugs for this no mm-hmm. that defeats the purpose Mm-mm. i need to escalate i need to prove to these people that god is real they need to see it when i'm my, my rim spinning how you gonna talk about the goodness of the lord are you selling drugs how you gonna talk about the goodness of the lord and you broke that's my point <laughs> falcons diva says <laughs> i'm so mad at y'all for that intro old church folk competing for who has it worse off but can't complain crack me up i've been rushing to get caught up while being uh worried that y'all would go on break as soon as i was current thank you for the warning that you might be out soon can i just add that i almost wrecked my car listening to karen's count chocolate count the count confusion i swear i love (laughs) y'all thanks falcons diva thank you baby Evie says, my husband left me for an 80 year old woman and my daughter ran away. I got hit by a car and broke both legs. I lost my job and got the sugar and I can't afford my medicine. But you know what? <laughs> he woke me up this morning. That's right, Evie. Got to concentrate on the positives. Uh, and then we had a poll and it was, is it wrong for a preacher to be rich? Yes or no? And 50% of y'all said, uh, yes it is wrong for a preacher to be rich mm, wait what's wrong with this poll oh is it because i'm logged in you son of a bitch hold on Uh-oh. guys let me log out of this shit oh, you messed the poll up because you in the system yeah whenever i log in it tries to show me all these like advanced stats and shit i'm like nigga just show me the results ah! and the, who had something to say like it ain't that complex man i ain't trying to break it all the way down people in kansas said right he was like i don't need it by the state oh great now my access is denied what the fuck uh-oh okay hold on let me figure this out give me a second guys i don't know what's going on poe daddy access denied you must be logged in well don't show me that page then nigga just show me the results <laughs> of the poll was, but okay. so you should be able to see them without logging in damn it just keep giving me a link for not logged in why can't i see the comments uh-uh. return the poll view results what about now think this is it i think i fixed it okay yes it worked all right cool uh yes 50 percent of y'all said it's wrong for pastors to be rich rich and no nothing wrong with balling 50 percent of y'all said no that was a close poll no wonder these pastors be out here balling y'all can't make up y'all mind uh brother uh, eddie says brother rod sister karen nothing wrong with them balls i mean balling oh wait this will be eddie long i'm sorry hold on brother rod sister karen nothing wrong with them balls i mean balling 
thanks eddie boy appreciate you writing in long time no see long time so long time see you still out there used to write the show all the time but i guess eddie fell off um i mean he did get sick so it could be mm-hmm. that episode 1337 compassion fatigue where we got trolled by this dude and then um uh i went into them receipts and uh you know decided to to get in make his business my business since he couldn't just leave well enough alone we was over here chilling not bothering nobody you had to call karen an annoying bitch like i was supposed to just let that shit ride like that's part of the game because we got a podcast that you just get to call us out <laughs> our name um anyway we had some uh some comments michelle says i like petty rods sometimes people deserve to be cap clapped back thanks michelle uh kungfushis says i delighted in ride going full evil you can say what you want about me but once you say something about my woman you can meet me in temecula for the record i'll just say that was not full evil okay guys i kept it pretty cute could have been way fucking worse um for that dude and uh yeah and also you know karen's uh, not just my wife's show partner business co-business owner co-host of this show like couldn't do a lot of shit without karen period so um yeah it's it's it's, you know even beyond just the idea of um of of karen being my wife man you shouldn't be writing up to anybody's show talking shit about one of the women hosts or one of the hosts in general like that that happens a lot yeah a lot of women take that you know get, take all that shit just for being in the public eye and it's like hey man that's not something i signed up for calm mm-hmm. down celeste 63 says hey Roddy, karen i love the way you handled that troll when you started the show it broke down what happened i was like oh shit this dude has fucked with the wrong one and then at the end of the show when the troll emailed you saying he was sorry and begging for you not to report his fucked up behavior to his job i bust out laughing it's all fun and games until he has to explain to his family how he lost his job over some stupid bullshit come on all he had to do was mind his fucking business and leave you alone but instead he chose to try to harass you and insult karen whatever happens to him is his own fault fuck him anyway i enjoy the show as always peace thank you yeah it's funny when I, we were doing the show i think i even said at the time like nothing's gonna happen to you mm-hmm. just leave us alone like your boss your like no one's gonna fire you cops don't even get fired for killing people you'll Come be on. fine just leave us out of it is all i ask i just want your boss to be like what is this headache why the fuck did you leave why can't you leave people alone mm-hmm. just do your job yeah. that's it just behavior to stop that's all miss gamine dream says rod had time today good for him <laughs> good for him uh but mill 73 says in theory i didn't feel that fuck with because trevor noah interviewed tommy lauren that drinks after shit is unacceptable however i hate using gendered insults but because her racism is palpable she is a racist bunt shout out to thug yoda who doesn't accept his humanity so i don't get the past uh i don't get the post interview camaraderie yeah uh, i'll just say this man um you can't really separate what how he treated her afterwards from the patriarchy that white women or no the protective patriarchy that white women are beholden to you can't and i'm sorry uh i'm not one of these i'm fuck trevor no i'm through with him he's a coon i'm not one of these extremist people but at the same time i'm not gonna pretend like because i like the dude or i like the daily show that 
that that shit is just normal and that's routine like maybe they send everybody something afterwards um i don't think uh that 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 that's necessarily the most um like that even getting cupcakes and shit i don't think that's necessarily the biggest um scandal in the world i think the fact that she spun it into trevor noah sent me some cupcakes tells you everything about her and how she spins facts quote unquote into making shit bigger and more salacious than it is mm-hmm. um i think more importantly the drinks thing and his reason i watched the whole breakfast club interview which i'm not a big fan of breakfast club i don't think they do great interviews and i think it's kind of a bad format for a serious conversation on racial dynamics and shit because you got two or three people in there that don't really seem that interested in that topic they seem more interested in trying to get off a quick joke based around that topic mm-hmm. um and so it doesn't really come across you know and i and i you know and i and and also it feels like uh they're more interested in making sure that the guest is um but they they just weren't going to challenge him but then they also kind of agree like they have their own issues and problems with that they've dealt with and it feels like they kind of want to put their shit in with his shit like well it's isn't it kind of like this and it's like well yeah you know i know that you're saying that because you're kind of a republican that was okay with stopping frisk so you're trying to lump yourself in with what happened with trevor noah or you know Charlemagne goes on twitter and talks bad about black women essentially and then goes isn't this kind of the same as your shit and it's like so it's just not a good format the point being i wanted to hear trevor noah's side of things and have him kind of talk it out and while i didn't feel as uh i didn't feel like he was as bad as like say Charlemagne or whatever um he's it's i still felt like you know to a certain extent he was being protective of her because she's a white woman it's like he said as much with the whole like my audience and the people on twitter and stuff were talking bad about her and calling her names so i felt like we should go out for you know drinks with the producers and everything to show people that it's da 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 and i'm like yeah you don't make a spectacle out of that with every guest you disagree with so so let's not let's call a spade a spade man let's be honest if we're going to be 100 percent honest if she wasn't a 24 year old young white woman you wouldn't do that and you wouldn't make the public spectacle of it it wouldn't be hey look at us getting drinks because you've had people on the show where you have disagreed and you weren't on twitter exchanging tweets about how you don't want your audience to talk bad about them it, it was different for her and i'm not even saying that it's unwarranted i'm sure people treated her differently because one she's the lowest of the low of people you've ever had on your show she is different than other guests um but then two people are misogynistic and just like Bamil just did in his in his reply when he came to talking about tommy lauren people can't keep it to just uh i don't agree with her she's fucked up blah blah it's gotta be well she's a, a bunt which i'm assuming is bitch and a cunt uh combined because, because and and it just you know it just crumbles the foundation of the very thing that you say you have an issue with Mom. you know so i think people do that all the time where i you know i withhold you know i'm a i'm an ally to people that are uh transgender but then the second that they don't agree with wendy williams they misgender her and call her a man which also is pejorative to people that are transgender like wow. people do that shit all the time where and it's why people don't trust 
uh people of privilege it is because you know people uh it's why marginalized people don't trust people of privilege is because it does feel like all you're really doing is holding back your lack of inclusion and your lack of tolerance and you're holding back your derision and you're calling that inclusion and you're calling that um diversity and you're calling that um you know being intersectional but you're really not being intersectional because you're really just going you're a bitch and a hoe and a cunt but I like you so i'm not gonna say that about you because right. we agree on things but if it was a woman that i didn't agree with suddenly we go right back and that's what trevor's noah trevor noah's audience was doing so i do think he was in a difficult position of not wanting to look like he was co-signing that shit but i think you don't have to then do the whole like we're 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 basically friendly afterwards to 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 quell that i just i i wouldn't have done it that way and i think it's perfectly fine for me to say i disagree with how he did something without going he's a coon and a sellout and an uncle tom ass nigga and i always knew he wasn't shit i think it's cool for me to be able to be a bit critical of how he went about shit and leave it at that so sorry if that went on longer than you probably thought it would mm-hmm. uh ali says laugh my ass off at karen stripper buttons i love y'all mirror nirvana says i'm here for the clap back compassion fatigue my ass consequences are consequences love the show thanks mirror thank you baby falcons diva says i absolutely love when rod has time the takeaway from ron and karen worry about yourself and big daddy too says trevor noah and the media in general have shown us time and time again that they are zan from atlanta they exploit for profit rush exploits racists using their fears and trevor exploits exploits liberals to trevor and his dick she is just playing a role to get paid the whole thing sours the show for me some as when i found out john stewart was friends with bill o'reilly yeah and i think that's perfectly fine to feel that way because i know i honestly i'm not gonna lie i canceled series on daily show because i was like i can't watch it right now i can't watch it without thinking like damn dude like this is i just i don't know i just can't i'm not here for that approach with racism Mm -hmm. i'm just not i'm not saying it's wrong either because i know that's a lot of people that just wanted to go into straight up it's wrong i'm not saying it's wrong it's just not the way i would handle shit and i think it's perfectly fine for black people to disagree on how racism should be handled and how it should be confronted without us having to go at each other's throats or turn it into you're the worst thing in the world which uh a lot of black people seem all too happy to do um mm-hmm. with other black folks um which makes me wonder about their anti-blackness too because right. you know um I, I i've seen people that are just purposely destructive and trolling and of black folks that are black i get that then i've seen people that basically let's just say for lack of a better term uh they step into racism 401 but they haven't taken racism 101 in america come on and you have to be like yeah dog this is not what you think yeah like i've seen well-meaning people fuck up and i do think unpopular opinion i do think intent matters when you fuck up i do and i don't think trevor noah is intending to troll black people with his shit um even though it's definitely uh seems to be a byproduct of his opinions yes um at any rate um paula writes in i started my day in a lot of pain shitty start to my day but then i started listening to this episode of the blackout tips and man was it fun listening to rod do his detective work to find what's his name the racist redneck you bet it was in fact it was fucking awesome well done guys yes i agree with michelle sometimes people do deserve to be clapped back 
what you guys put into the world is valuable as opposed to racist redneck who puts misery and ugliness into the world karen you are the bomb and your laugh is a genuine thing of beauty right thank you right i just love how you were like you can say what you want about the show about our opinions but you come after my wife and you have fucked with the wrong dude you guys made my day thanks paula mm-hmm. lastly imani said shit like this is so frustrating because this is the exact opposite energy you put out into the world but don't ever take that kindness for weakness love y'all like play cousins so you know i was ready to ride behind anything anybody calling queen karen outside her name but i know that's not what y'all want and out of respect we held, we all held back and that's what assholes mm-hmm. trolls don't understand they think everybody is as fucked up as them but appreciate appreciate you for staying true to yourself yeah that's funny right because he went over the bounds and just went at us and said some real foul disrespectful shit but if you notice a lot of the fear that he has had over the past week of him taking on different identities emailing and tweeting us has all been about not wanting us to make it worse and take it quote unquote too far it's been him pretending to be other people and say well i wouldn't handle it like that and it's funny because one you absolutely would handle it like that if somebody fucked with you for no reason because you're that kind of person because you fucked with us for no reason the thing is i'm a better person than you so that's why i'm not telling people if you could have had amassed a following of the size of our podcast he would be using it for fucked up shit you know what i mean he would be out here like let's harass this person let's dox this person let's do this to that you know they he would be doing that shit it's easy to find people on the internet you know everybody could do it but it's not cool it's not okay all the time just leave us alone and you don't have to find out you know and honestly like i said we didn't even instruct people like you know how much shit we could have caused in this person's life you know and i'm not saying that in any positive way i don't want to be that kind of person which is why i didn't bring up like oh let's do this and let's contact this person and let's find this person let's see where he lives i think people that do that shit are fucked up me too just leave us alone that's all i ask as soon as he said he'll leave us alone i'm good leave us alone that's it we're not friends we don't need to talk you don't need to make up new personalities leave us alone and we're moving on the show will be behind a paywall in two weeks all you gotta do is wait two weeks nobody but premium people can hear the shit after that leave us alone that's it um anyway Monty says that's why we rock with you and a testament to what you guys have built i know shit is draining especially as empathic as rod is but it matters because so many folks are afraid to be fighters really do love and support y'all from the bottom of my soul and hope the procedure goes well karen thank you and it did there you go and the poll was easy uh should the daily uh, should the daily shower i spelled that wrong (laughs) it was a shower to some people should the daily show right it was a shower with tommy loren and trevor noah Mm -hmm. getting a spring tommy song anyway should the daily show show have had tommy lauren on yes or no uh yes it's that show and these conservatives need to these conversations need to happen or no you never give a person like that access to your platform uh 68 percent of y'all said no shouldn't even have had her on uh 32 percent said yes they're showing the conversations need to happen that's interesting uh michelle says you should have had a third choice for yes had them on the show but don't let them get to talk ha i would love to see someone like that woman have to just sit and be lectured about how racist she really is yeah uh i'll just say this if that's what you're gonna do then just keep playing her clips and do it that way because you ain't gonna get too far in america as a black person i don't give a fuck if you are from africa or you're half white quote unquote uh any of that shit you're not gonna get too far in america as a black dude on tv 
berating or lecturing a young white woman for 10 minutes uh of airtime or 28 minutes or however long that segment was uh that ain't gonna happen and that's sad that that it can't happen because people should judge it by the content of the argument and be like well she's a racist so mm, but she a white woman and white woman trumps everything else yeah so i don't think yeah i don't think he could have done what because i saw a lot of people saying like he should have did this he should have attacked her he should have said and i'm like yeah then the optics become she was a victim she's gonna still play the victim no matter what she's gonna come back and be like i was in the lion's den and these limbers were trying to attack me and they booed me she's gonna play the victim no matter what but if you play into it it's it's like a tightrope like i still respect the way he did the interview i just don't know that with everything that happened afterwards i don't know that you should even be doing that kind of interview then you know at least not from my perspective i'm not saying there's a lot of liberal people especially white people that want to see those conversations happen civilly exactly that way and they want to then take those conversations and try to emulate them in their personal lives and maybe talk to their family members and stuff like that like i said the net positive of it isn't it's not necessarily bad it's just from a black perspective it's bad to me i have had i have had enough of that (laughs) right them pointless conversations with white people that don't give a fuck about your views fuck about your opinions fuck about how you feel a lot of times these conversations come when they drunk a lot of times these conversations come when they high a lot of times they care nothing about your humanity and you get tired of having the same conversations with the same people over and over again and after a while you go these conversations are fruitless you want to have these conversations have these conversations with your people i don't need to see it or hear it yeah so it ain't yeah like i said it's there's a thing is saying there's a such there's a i think there's nuance here but people are angry and so it's just fuck him he's a coon he's a sellout uncle tom ass nigga there's like but i think there's nuance to be had here where i can be like i think what his heart's in the right place i just don't think it's productive necessarily but more importantly i can definitely say it's not for me right right yeah now i can truly say that i can a lot of times when stuff like this i can look at it and be like oh that ain't for me and i'll tap out because a lot of times i can look at shingo i'm not the audience right and a lot of times when i go i'm not the intended audience a lot of anger don't even cross my mind because i go oh you ain't talking to me in the first place people get mad yeah because they're not talking to you dog right so yeah um but yeah you know that's that's how that's how i would look at it it's just you can't really do the lecture you can't do the shit that i would want to see on tv anyway no and then also she's not gonna sit there and let it happen like she's not gonna sit there yeah she's gonna yell like people just they don't have to be civil like people like this they don't they're not they're not in our reality they're just doing whatever the fuck they want to do Capadonna says i already know i'm in the minority but i think trevor noah talking to this woman was the right move because we do live in a in hermetically sealed bubbles no noah and the daily show shouldn't become cnn's crossfire where everyone's just doing partisan cosplay but there's another danger throwing up middle fingers and staying in our little tribes is not a means for democracy uh to run it also lets stupid ideas thrive one of the key elements to ending desegregation segregation was the black intellectual class openly engaging in dialogues with defenders of racism Sism. tommy lawrence right-wing politics grow best where there is no sunlight like mold in a basement exposing these people to open debate time and time again is the only means to permanently bury them the discourse is annoying but somebody got to do it okay and and to an extent i agree but also some of the stuff you're talking about 
laws were passed like people were forced like it's right. completely different between we just having a conversation that's gonna net zero change right versus laws had to change versus federal government had to step in versus segregation had to pass versus mm. jim crow laws had to be shot down versus the voting right laws had to be passed those are two completely different things now i don't mind having these conversations if, if at the end there's going to be a change there's going to be a change because the thing about it a lot of the shit that we have now didn't change until people visually saw it now you see people visually get shot in the street and nothing happened years ago when martin luther king and them was on the bridge they sucked they sucked the dogs on them that's when laws got changed now we see people get shot in the back and the police officers don't get charged so visually that shit ain't gonna change i don't know what the next step is is going to cause the next uh revolution for white people to get off their asses and understand that black people actually do mean something and brown people actually do mean something but I'm tired of having pointless, fruitless conversation where the end result is net zero for me. Because at the end of the day, white people continue to be white, continue to be racist, continue to have racist family members, continue not to change, continue to disregard me, continue to not think twice about me, continue to to, to just say ignorant shit about me and mine. You know, when for me, nothing changes on our end either other than I'm wasting breath, getting high blood pressure, high cholesterol, talking to somebody that don't give a fuck about my humanity. I don't mind the conversations, but I want something to happen at the end of the conversations other than be good, have a nice day. Here's my question. Which conversations historically have changed America? Like, what, what's the conversation you remember? You know what I mean? Like, I do feel like to a certain extent people say they want these conversations i don't think they matter uh honestly because the difference between this conversation and the conversation that say someone should have it like a dinner table or thanksgiving or whatever the difference between that shit is honestly this tommy lauren gets paid to do this like there is no incentive for her to go on his show and learn something they're not friends like noah tried to say like well we're not friends da, da 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 here's the thing bro you're not friends but also this is how she makes her paper so later he compared it to having i used to have racist friends and they kind of changed over time because partly because i stayed in their lives and so you're kind of talking you want it both ways you want to say i'm not friends with tommy lauren uh and i'm not hoping that i can just change her through being around but then later when you compare it to your friend that you did that for you are saying that part of your hope is that you can change her by just being around and being in her life that shit is bullshit in my opinion because her unlike your friend who just like is your buddy and you have to be like hey man you know that's racist she's a person that hey man you know that racist doesn't matter because hey man that gets me paid hey man i don't get a check if i don't say that it's different the incentives are different so while i do understand that it the way that we've been conditioned to believe that there's just these conversations that need to take place and these people can learn if they just that's not what this is she makes her money by being ignorant it's not she's never going to realize that as long as she is paid to do it i'm sorry man it's like saying i'm gonna tell a car mechanic that working on cars is bad for the for the world nigga i can't eat if i don't work on these cars i gotta work so she can't eat if she's not a bigot she gotta make this money you know 
also i think the idea that trevor noah is betraying blackness by having drinks with the woman at the show is a bit much it's a martini not a finger bang to use your phrase rod trevor's at work even after the tape and he's probably had sessions with plenty of guests after the show it okay this is where we start adding to the narrative though right start adding to the narrative he was on the the breakfast club and he explained that he specifically did that because of the flack that she got on social media this wasn't a we do this all the time with every guest we disagree with thing it was different it was different uh he's probably had scheduled plenty of guests after his show anyone who has ever worked above first tier customer service in corporate america has had to sit down for drinks with jack offs and assholes you hate for the sake of the job hell we all go to office christmas party because the bosses will be there yeah i i just really feel like when we like somebody we do this you know like oh and see they probably go out every day and she just having to come through you know like no he specifically said they wanted to make a a spectacle of that to show that he was sort of being protective of her you know for the fact that she was getting it quote-unquote worse than other people on his show have gotten it which makes sense because she is worse than the other people he's had on there even the people he's disagreed with also political rivals can still be cordial and even respectful uh congressmen and lobbyists do it did it all the time until 2008 van jones and al sharpton have sit downs with newt gingrich and most same people wouldn't call them toms i'm not counting the ashy among us i'm quite sure that rachel maddow never considered gay convergence therapy because she used to have long-winded discussion with Tucker, tucker carlson and pat buchanan uh yeah i mean i feel you on that uh the thing is one these aren't congressmen there's no like with a congressman you can almost say well you're sitting down with your rival by necessity of your job but the goal is to pass legislation so you have to sit down and compromise you have to this isn't that you don't have to have tommy lauren on your show Mm -hmm. you can keep playing her clips and going and being like this is why she's a bad person and a bad um why she's bad for the world and bad for america and race relations and all this other shit you don't have to give her a platform or put on your show or legitimize her and i know people say she wasn't legitimized via there i was hopeful that that wouldn't be uh true as well but i had to come around because honestly i saw people that would not have written about her writing about her specifically because she was interviewed by by trevor noah that is being legitimized that that's what's happening when you're when when you go tommy lauren and you present her as just a person with a just an interesting point of view all of a sudden it's like oh she went from fringe radioactive don't touch this woman she's a loose cannon of racism and bigotry to oh well maybe you know she's a just an interesting person let's interview her let's talk about her so it did legitimize her to have her on his uh platform um and even with uh maddow and tucker carlson and pat buchanan uh those are also people that i would say yeah i you shouldn't do that now they had a lot less choice if you're going to keep it 100 um those people were employed by her network so it wasn't like she could necessarily avoid having them on her show necessarily like uh once again like i said it's almost like being a quarterback you know you the rachel maddow show wasn't always the rachel maddow show it is today Mm. so i'm sure there were times where it was like yo you need to have this person on so you could do this and that and other um even while disagreeing you know um i'm trying to remember if rachel was always out because i feel like that was a moment in the show too when she like officially came out so Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know that this is the same to be honest man Mm -hmm. um and i and i'm not like i'm 
like you said you knew we were gonna probably disagree and you knew you were in the minority of opinion on this um but i i i think that you don't have to take it to the extra level of kicking it afterwards same thing with people that were annoyed by bill o'reilly somebody said she was always out oh she was okay all okay. right cool i couldn't tell i couldn't I remember know, was it what am i thinking about anderson cooper maybe yeah yeah no, anderson cooper yes he okay came. he wasn't always out yeah i just remember somebody that people used to talk about like he they gay and it's like all right calm down bro they ain't they ain't said it or not like it's their opinions okay. yeah their opinions would be valid anyway right <laughs> i mean it's possible nah they gay man they need to just come on out the closet like people always do that with people they think are gender queer they, they just need to come on out the closet like man you don't know them motherfuckers man you don't know what their life is like any of that um but yeah so um he said that's it i know i'm gonna get that read on saturday but hey we agree to disagree have a good weekend everyone i i don't feel like you got read i'm not Mm-mm. no i'm not here to call you names or whatever i think oh, no. that's what i said man a lot of this this week has showed me how anti-black people can be while being quote-unquote pro-black where it's just like throw this motherfucker in the trash coon sambo uncle tom it's like why are you so quick to rush to that right like what is well, it with you can't throw everybody off the boat yeah what is it within you that is that way about black people that don't fit into what you feel is best for blackness and not and i'm like i said this is excusing the there, there are people out there that literally are just abusive and troll towards black people mm-hmm. there are people like that what is it in you that made you want to be like that with everybody like oh me and so-and-so disagree on this thing fuck them uncle tom i never liked you nigga like it's something in you that made you get power from being that way towards other black people so it makes me wonder i don't feel that way about trevor no i don't feel that way about your comments we just disagree i do feel like you added a little bit of a narrative there with this happens all the time with trevor Noah when it doesn't and he doesn't go on twitter and talk about it and he doesn't do interviews around it we like at this point you can't i think it's it's a bit of a denial to act like he this is common for him this is a first maybe it will become common he ain't just went on like the breakfast club the next day to defend his interviews he ain't did that he ain't wrote new york times pieces to defend his interviews before this he ain't had to go and uh explain uh exchange tweets with with his people he's not done this this is new i don't think recognizing that is um is like just because i can recognize that it's new doesn't necessarily mean that i'm now calling him out of his name or some shit it's definitely a, a line he has crossed and that's why it's garnered so much attention feels like people want to say it's just no, it's just the same old same old when it's not uh and and people are noticing it and that's why he's going to probably get better ratings he's going to get more press he's going to you know the things that because uh, i think his book has even been out for a while people mm-hmm. tell me they've been reading it so you know the fact that he's promoting his book again and shit and getting uh interviews that he wasn't getting before and doing press he wasn't doing before it's new it's new it's something different it's not just what he always does uh courtney says i think they can bring whoever they want on the show but he should have def- definitely considered the optics however i don't think the conversation they had was productive let's stop acting like talking about issues is the same as solving them yeah i hear you courtney um and yeah i don't know yeah i don't even if they would have had a great conversation i don't think it goes anywhere towards solving racism because it's just two people talking no matter how you view it right and two people that aren't aren't any 
position of power, any position of authority and, and shit like that. Because like you say, when it comes to the Congress and the Senate and the government, y'all got to compromise. That's completely different than two random people just randomly talking and on a random day on TV. Shit ain't mm-hmm. going to change. Um, Of course, uh, we had episode uh, 1338, Mudia, the Diary of a Mad Cow. And uh, we had some comments. Uh, Mira Nirvana says, I'm still at the beginning of the show. The deplorable troll that go, that's going back and forth with Rod is hilarious. Shaking my head. LOL at your wife. Dude, you can't possibly be a fan. Hey, Karen. Hey, baby. Max says, I think your troll is still, will still troll. He just won't troll y'all anymore. His boss was caping for him and exploring just to find, just to find out how far you're willing to push it. That's some trash. It seems your show has some, has some profanity actors curse in movies but the law doesn't let you just roll up on them and harass them come on two days of can spitting hot fire back to back yesterday she was killing them with the empathy and sympathy today she spit those obamacare bars y'all keep your heads up and hold on yeah we good mac thank, thank you. you uh clara says love y'all's so so definitely not getting married jagged edge remix <laughs> during white people news karen your verses were particularly fire you and your husband were hilarious wink lol <laughs> hashtag big fan but really karen really had me rolling uh Hiroja shibe says i do not know which version of rod's pettiness i like most plain old petty rod petty rod the troll slayer petty rod on detective mode a la back batman arkham game the troll annihilator i just can't decide it's like deciding which version of mario kart game to play they're all great decisions decisions <laughs> i had to go with petty rod petty rod on detective mod uh if you can if you can be the batman be batman one fi- one final thing left this comment late friday night feedback show is on saturday john glenn died on thursday are karen and rod gonna give us another edition of who's this white person because that would be awesome have a great saturday uh i think everybody knows john glenn was an astronaut that was on the moon and shit you know big uh big death for the world you know i know he's old so it's not as quote-unquote tragic to a lot of people but you know big big time uh will that troll lead the show along yes he learned his lesson and we'll let it go 26 percent. no he'll be back 74 percent. wow cabadonna says when you come for the king you best not miss and when you come for the queen don't call her you get the idea i do love the troll i do love that the troll is begging for begging like post paula patterson robin thick i hope that troll took his l and learned that the black guy who tips ain't nothing to fuck with peace thanks capadonna um and let's see we had another one negan's black wife we uh had miss smarter whiskey wine and moonshine Mm -hmm. on and we uh discussed uh recapped uh the walking dead got some comments lucked out left the first comment says there were a lot of callbacks in this episode i think the big herd the savers are redirecting is the same herd that rick sent their way it was the direction that daryl sasha and abe encountered the savers the first time that's true it could be the sign that gun enthusiasts and the note the pep the prepper left reminded me of a previous season where people left previous seasons where people left messages before being zombified like the hang dude with the rhyme got bit fever hit world going to shit might as well quit yeah that was um i mean yeah yeah they do that sometimes yeah uh a benefit of being in the boondocks is a higher concentration of doomsday preppers and you uh you hope that you hope die early it's like an rpg where you have to solve their puzzles to win the loot 
yeah it was another thing that reminded me um i want to say it was like when the governor was looking for a place and there were signs that were like talking about killing rapists and shit i remember that like they did used to have more notes in this world and warnings and stuff yeah that was kind of a throwback with rick and uh and aaron when daryl saw carl was in the same room with the wise he got real agitated he might have been having flashbacks of the claimers and the guy who tried to rape carl calling carl adorable playing mind games and showing him around it all comes off as predatory so it's not that far of a jump to assume within the context of that room um i don't know do you feel like daryl thought uh thought negan was gonna sexually assault carl or something Mm-mm. yeah it didn't seem I that way to me he thought he was gonna fuck him up not sexually but just yeah. like actually like kill him or like actually just physically harm him yeah it felt more like daryl was trying to um like he just wasn't comfortable with him having carl around no matter what right but i didn't think like you can fuck me up but just leave him alone yeah i don't i don't i didn't i didn't feel like and daryl should be worried about carl because daryl's in a situation he's in and he got glenn killed because he swung on the end and carl came and killed two dudes you know um but i didn't feel like it was a sexual predatory thing because also we know and you know obviously put it in quotes but we know negan's not for rape quote unquote he's for you can't eat unless you let me have sex with you and marry me but you know he's not for quote unquote Ah! rape quote unquote um but uh so i don't i don't know i didn't get that feeling from negan that he was gonna do something to carl like the the claimer dudes were that was just straight up sexual assault yes sir uh since the episode jumped around between people different things could be happening at the same time so when michonne asked to be taken to negan i'm gonna laugh if the woman drives her to alexandra all that work for nothing maybe i don't know how that woman would know he's in alexandria and also uh, i think uh michonne would know they were driving towards alexandria if she started doing that so it would take a long time that's where she came from yeah yeah. It would, yeah it'd be a pretty short time to be like uh you're driving towards where i live what are you doing you know uh all right uh doom dragon says leak script of episode eight walking dead season seven tara you have to understand he there's nothing to understand tara there is every chance neither of us would have made it out alive heath you should have given me the choice i could have been the only man in the midst of dozens of horny women on oceanside but no you had to go spoil everything by running away and scene another great podcast guys i think it's one of negan's mind games that with the key and the note in daryl's cell i have a hope that uh, they do a real twist and have rick and the crew come at negan as the whisperers um huh that would be a big ass twist uh you know what's interesting though uh i i I would be actually shocked if that's a mind game negan's playing on daryl by giving him the key and the match and the note like to me it's like why would he why would you do that he thinks he has them about broken you know i don't know it'd be interesting and he's leaving Mm -hmm. i definitely don't think it's him yeah we know he left so he's in alexandria right now yeah it can only be three people yeah michonne and and the gut smearing cloak of zombie invisibility is already halfway there this time next week with draw symptoms have a good one guys yeah i know i'm not looking forward to that doom dragon Mm -mm. um who do you you say gonna be three people who do you think jesus yeah jesus uh dwight uh dwight's girlfriend okay 
Okay. I don't know. Like, it, it may be somebody else, like Fat Joe or somebody like that. Or Fat what? Joey. Yeah, but other than that, I, most of them people, I don't see nobody else actually. At, at least if, if it's another character, they haven't showed a motive for them doing it yet. I feel Amani says, what if Michonne wants to go to Negan so she can get some of that hair product the savers have been stockpiling? She had, she was mad about that burn mattress, about the burn mattresses, but if she, he took her shea butter for his black wife, that's a fight he don't want. Oh, maybe that's how he gets supplies. He wouldn't got that shea butter from, uh, for his black wife. Who knows? And I really need Rosita's one bullet to be for Spencer. Even Gabriel is tired of his shit yeah and gabriel had has the patience but yeah he fed up too he's like you know what i'll just walk back anthony animal thug tatum says man this is why i love this show i noticed that the black wife i noticed that black wife right off the bat i bet she got all the bonnets in there too Mm-hmm. keep her head tied up what you talking about and the poll was do you think charlamagne why do you think charlamagne met tommy lauren uh because he said it was to inform her about black lives matter and how she was wrong um so zero so the poll had okay to convince her to not be ignorant about black lives matter which is what he said his reasoning was in all fairness and for the clicks on social media 100 percent of y'all said for the clicks on social media meaning zero percent of y'all believe he actually met with her to talk about black lives matter and yeah and in the day and in the breakfast club interview with trevor noah he even goes on to say something about how like all of a sudden it was we just was walking from building to building we wasn't really you know i can't i work in this building i live in that building that's all it was so then it went from like it wasn't even a meeting to talk about anything you know ev says honestly i think he wanted to smash he is a coon of the most epic proportions he'd probably let her call him the n-word while hitting it <clears throat> damn ev you were in mm. yeah yeah it's funny everybody's going to the they trying to fuck thing which i don't think, I don't think it was about that Mm-mm. I just think it was about the fact that she's a bigger star celebrity than them and this doesn't take much for black dudes to kind of opt out of blackness to get that that shine they don't care if it's a racist white girl she got millions and millions i mean they both were talking about how many millions of views and clicks and shit she gets so they knew they're well aware of the fact that this is good for them on both formats Mm mm-hmm um you know and she flaked out on the interview for the breakfast club but you know that doesn't mean you can't get that picture together you know i feel like that conversation went yeah i'm not gonna do y'all show i don't want to be on the breakfast club and then Charlemagne, well can you at least take a picture with me i think that's how that went of course that's how that went he already knew she wasn't gonna be on the show um and then he couldn't wait to go on twitter and use her as a cudgel against black women as Come you on. know so it's i mean it's pretty yeah it's, it's all of us just history repeating itself and it's just funny how people fail to realize uh a lot of uh black men use white women to beat black women into submission about how about their blackness all the time and then when it's called out you're the problem when you use this white woman to beat black women across the head about their blackness mm-hmm. maya b left a comment on episode uh 1340 going off that white girl uh well we had dj ben i mean of the fan bro show on to discuss his book the world is yours um 
Maya B says, I'm a big nerd, so the celebrities I met are like book and comic book readers. I mean, book and comic book writers. This past summer I met Majory Leo. She writes Monstrous. I read Monstrous and some old X-Men books. Monstrous is so good. Uh, Meg Cab- Cabot, or is it Cabo? I don't know. The only white woman writer I would willingly read. She wrote The Prince's Diaries. Uh, Jean Leon Yang, who writes Superman currently. Uh, last year or so I met T- Tim Stilly. He writes Hack Slash, Grace and, Re- and Revival at a con. However, my mama did meet her white bays, the Property Brothers, this summer as well, and chased my ass down so I could post it on her Facebook. Oh, and I was in the pit at a Morris Day concert, so I got to see him sweat up his process up close and personal. Yes, Property Brothers and Morris Day too. Uh, where they at, where they at, where they at says, I I can't help but wonder if Willie D will have volume three ready by the time y'all get back on the air. This has been quite a week. Ha! Yeah, Lee Daniels, Charlemagne, Trevor. Yeah, I can see him throwing out everybody in there. You know, Willie don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I do want to know what the third volume gonna be. Maybe it's gonna be a Christmas song. <laughs> EVE says, uh, Charlemagne has been his own donkey of the day for years. He's a troll hobgoblin. Anthony Tatum says, uh, I mean, sorry, Animal Thug, uh, says, <laughs> I could not have agreed more with Ben's comment on Trevor Noah. That dude is lame as fuck. I watched that Netflix because, special because people raved about it. This dude pissed me off with his commentary on the black community in America that he clearly knew nothing about. It was black jokes about black people for white people, but with a white point of view. Not cool, bro. Thank you for the excellent episode. In the coming years, I'm aware that my black rage will make my headphones increase in size to mute out the white noise and keep the blackness in, uh, black power fist. I love y'all. Anthony Animal Thug Tatum Sr. All right, Animal Thug, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I said, can't, I'm not really looking for, um, um, what do you call it? I, I think a lot of people are kind of trying to get, get like a, uh, what's the exact what i'm looking for a uniformity of opinion on this shit now mm-hmm. I, I recognize different black people gonna feel different ways i haven't seen his stand-up special for what for what it's worth so you know i've and, and partially because i've heard shit where people are like yeah man i didn't like how it went and he did this and he made that joke and fuck that shit so part of me is like i don't know now y'all are talking me out of even seeing this shit so y'all got it you know what i mean um so we'll see from there um have you ever met a celebrity yes or no yes 75 percent of y'all have no 25 percent of y'all haven't anthony animal thug tatum says i work in downtown cleveland next to one of the luxury hotels i've met britney spears deborah harry alan houston shane battier tim duncan i'll be sure bone rizza ghostface killer shaq penny hardaway i had to poop real bad but my best friend loved him so i had to get her an autograph so i risked my humanity for the greater good but gary payton was by far the coolest i know i met more but i have been at my job for 15 or so so some might have slipped my mind i really just say hello and keep it moving unless uh it's someone i'm a big fan of there you go uh and then we got some voicemails let me see if i can play these we actually got a lot this week uh let me figure out the date on these so i won't be playing the old ones um so last time was the third so pretty much everything after the third we can play right yeah yeah that sounds right damn we actually got a lot of these shit okay all right let's see if we can get through these 
Yo, what's up, man? I want to go uh, Oh, this dude was drunk. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with him. He was like, I got your card or some shit. It was like a four in the morning. I'm not playing that shit. Okay. Hey, Karen. Hey, Rod. This is 10F10 on uh, Twitter. I can never get you guys on Crowdcast. I think Crowdcast hates me. Anyway, I just wanted to say how much I love you. I love both of you. But Karen, I mean, come on. The goddess of all goddesses. I mean, it's Beyonce, Karen, then maybe me. I don't know. Anyway, I just want to let you know that I do love you guys. And there's lots of light and love out here for you. F all them other haters. Well, it's your voice, Muscle. Fuck all them other haters. And fuck the white dude. Fuck Kim. Just take all the seats and sit the fuck down. Anyway, that's it. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, uh, thank you. And can I just realize you're not you're not sucking on that, are you? The thermos thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might. You should probably be drinking out of it like a cup so that you won't dislodge. Just make sure you're not. There's no suction going because if you dislodge the blood clot thing, you'll um. You'll have to put the gauze back in. All right. Um, I'm gonna do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I know. You don't want to have to take it back to the old school. No. Uh, but thank you for your uh, your voicemail. Sorry, got a little distracted there. But thank you for your voicemail. Thank you, baby. And the first person, please call back when you're not drunk, please. Uh, or don't, don't, oh, don't worry bad. about it. We have many, many voicemails. We'll be fine. Um, <laughs> next voicemail. So many this week. Hi, Rod. <clears throat> and Karen. Um, this is at number one feeling from Twitter. Um, it has been almost a year in about two weeks. It'll be a year since I came across your podcast. And I just wanted to call to say that I'm so thankful for you guys. I am living in the UK right now. Um, I've been living here for six years and, uh, your podcast has helped me with so much. It's been hard leaving uh, my friends and family um, to move over here and um, yeah I just wanted to let you guys know that I appreciate you I have love for you even though I don't know you um, I feel a warmth in my heart for you and you bring Aww. me a lot of joy Thank you, baby. and keep me company I work a lot by myself um, a student and um uh, assistant lecturer, a PhD student and assistant lecturer um, at the same time. So I'm home a lot if I'm not uh, at um, university. So being by myself um, just can be hard sometimes. And you guys keep me connected uh, to the U.S. Um, and inform me. You change my mind. Um, you expand my mind. And I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm not one of those people who's, like, silently appreciating you and don't give you your roses when you um, when you can appreciate them. So there you go. I got a dozen for you. Love you guys. Continue to shine. Bye. Aww. Oh, thank you, baby. And you you be safe over there at the university. I always wonder, like, because uh, I'll go to bed sometimes. I wake up, and then she'll have like three or four just comments overnight well i'm I'm like man she must wait till like four in the morning to be like oh let's see what rob was talking about today i'd be forgetting y'all different time zones some of y'all well he explains the mystery now it's like oh okay you're in different time zone because i it's like i would just wake up and it'll be like 
you know i like i tweeted this hours ago but it would be but it would you know it'd be something funny or relevant or whatever but i would just be like oh well okay you know maybe she just work at night i don't know yeah i had to get used to uh wanga because wanga like a day ahead of us we put that shit he'd be like saturday morning i'm like nigga it's friday what are we talking about right. oh yeah i forgot you 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 tomorrow here mm-hmm. all right next voicemail um hello hi rod hi karen uh this is rue i'm from texas yeah i said it uh, I just heard your last, uh, the saga of the great troll of, of 2016 that you shared with us after this last podcast on tonight. I'm listening, and I first time I'm a listener from Bomani Jones, um, but uh, first time listening, thought to call in. So I'm going to just say this. I'm from Houston. Not from where this dude is from, but uh, fuck a tarot. Fuck a Dallas. We fucking hate Dallas. Eh. Austin, we want to be like Austin, but whatever. We don't get Austin just yet. But I'm just going to say this. I'm going to stick up for my state. And I'm, But I'm going to say I'm from Houston. And my county carried Hillary. So I'm going to hold my head up. And when I say I'm from Houston, yeah, I said it. But uh, this trolling dude and this lawyer, rental Saul, better call Saul, rental lawyer, dumbass. I'm just going to say it again. Fuck a tarot and fuck dallas because this is what happened and this is what's happening i'm i I refuse i I just want to stick up for my state although i'm pretty much claiming scandinavian when i do travel go back to canada (laughs) next year year. even though i'm not um no i'm caramel and i have big natural hair but i'm scandinavian for it you know but i'm sticking up for it just to say you took the high road this uh, I'm calling after the dude heard him, and he called, emailed you back saying, we got this. Sorry about that, my bad. And I just want to say, y'all did right, but um, I come from where I will come see you. What's your IP address? And you didn't do it, but you could. And um, yay for y'all, but fuck a tarot. Fuck a Dallas. And um, do better, guy. Okay, bye. But thank you so much. And I'm going to go back to listening and go to sleep on your podcast. Thank you, and we lo- I love you both okay bye-bye oh uh, oh thank you yeah thank you and yeah i didn't feel like he was repping texas you know i, feel, I know she won't distinguish she was like hey i'm just letting you know yeah we have just as much a problematic uh state as y'all Carolina, right? right now no, so we going no. neck for neck dog um and as far as uh you know um the the um you know the 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 representation of him being from texas or whatever it's it's cool like i don't put that shit on all texans or whatever you know dude was just a troll and you know that's the end of that chapter um all right let's go to the next one. Oh, thank you for calling in thank you baby see next one hey yo what up rod and karen this is your boy melvin out here in arizona trump's america (laughs) look man i'm one of those people yesterday listening to the show and I was like get him when that uh, that doggone critter get him sit there and try to harass my boy and, and, and y'all on the on the radio man I tell you 
it's like it's like you say, man, when when Mary J. Blige going through it or, or people got <laughs> issues in their life, you know you about to have some some entertaining ass podcasting, man. I love what y'all do. Y'all hold it down. Keep doing what you do, fam. And uh sometimes you just you gotta get in their ass, dog. Just gotta do what you gotta do. Y'all keep holding it down, man, and I'll keep listening. Peace. Peace. Thank you, baby. Uh, you know, I hadn't thought about that. To some people, that is like, like us going through something is like they Eminem getting on drugs or something. Like I'm, like I hate that you getting fucked with, but I'm glad you getting fucked with because it's gonna be some good <laughs> podcasting. You know, never even thought about that. All right, next voicemail. Oh my god, nostalgia overload. I was listening to the feedback show this morning and getting my daughter ready for school and of course she was having trouble waking up, but she's five. But oh my god, when y'all I was so mad at myself. I was like, Oh my god, I really need to try to join the chat group because I would have won all the prizes. I'm like, How do I join the chat group? My husband tried to teach me how to join once and I downloaded an app. I think I forgot what the name of the app was. So I'll send you an email, so maybe you guys could walk me through it again because it wasn't working when I was tried to join the last time, and I guess none of my messages would be would show up. So I just deleted the app. But oh my god, it's like when y'all play Silk the Shocker, uh, it ain't my fault. It took me right back to junior high school and. And being uh, in the girls' locker room, and we just get all hype and rowdy for no reason, and just start singing it. Someone would start singing it, and we go, "Did I do that? It ain't my fault. Did I do that?" Okay, but oh my god! Uh, and I started dancing, and my daughter, she was like so embarrassed. She's like, "Please stop." We're at home, but she's still embarrassed. And it was like, you're five. Why are you, how can you be embarrassed by me already? But, <laughs> all right. But thank you guys for that. Oh, man. That just, it really started my day off right. Uh, I'm just so hyped now and just really feeling good. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, oh man okay thank you Amon. i think what happened is we got wires crossed a little bit when you say you want to join the chat group i actually just added her to the facebook group which is now uh-huh. closed and private mm-hmm. but um i think what she meant was she wants to be added to she wants to be in the crowdcast right all the only thing for the crowdcast is that i send out a link via uh facebook and twitter and you click on it you can join uh there's also an app on uh, iphone or android i believe mm-hmm. where you can it's called crowdcast uh you i think it has no a in the cast it's crowd cst um you and then you can follow us and you'll get notifications whenever we're about to go live and mm-hmm. let you know hey they're going live if mm-hmm. you guys have been looking at the live crowdcast we almost always do like a 30 minute music like intro thing like a warm-up where we're just getting i'm just playing music and getting our articles and stuff ready and then then we start the show so um in those cases you know even if you get the email you still basically have normally about 30 minutes to get in there um and and hang out with us Mm -hmm. and in the app if you allow it to push it will actually push and let you know through the app that we're live too so if you have so, push notifications yeah. that will push so yeah we gave away a bunch of free shit last uh week um uh, 
and i've mailed we've mailed out everybody's stuff um so everybody should be getting it soon mm-hmm. yeah, um, stuff in the mail. yeah some people stuff i mailed last week some i mailed this week um everybody's stuff should be coming soon hey take pictures post it on social media tag us to it i mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoy it um also um i meant to mention we got some stuff in the mail Yay. um from ronnie uh who sent us uh some candles that we had on our wish list mm-hmm. um a dutch oven y'all mm-hmm. a five quart gradient blue dutch oven that we when we moved we had to throw away a lot of stuff because you know you go through your stuff and one of the things we threw away was our brown dutch oven we had it for years yeah which i like to for stews and stuff like that you know it's a little quicker than a um crock pot mm-hmm. um so we just put this on the list some of the stuff we put on the list i don't expect to get Mm-mm. uh you know and it's cool and then he also got um eight uh the hateful eight so he sends all this stuff and uh i think ronnie just either emailed or um or dm me or something and just was like hey i've been listening to the show for a long time i'd like to put in on it and boom that's what we got so thank you so much thank uh, you baby yeah well, we've been thinking about us because we got the list up we started it what a year or two ago because somebody mm, asked people were asking somebody asked today right so, so we got to go through and add some stuff to the list because i know people like celebrating the holidays by sending us stuff and we love getting it and like i said we're still taking people's addresses email us uh the black at gmail email us your mailing address we'll mm-hmm. mail you a card because we we got some uh well really they're clowns of cars okay guys but we got some cards <laughs> ah, you we'll, get a card we will mail you guys okay yeah. um let me go to the next session uh real quick karen mm-hmm. and then we'll come right back okay mm-hmm. all right start that bad boy up and thank you for uh thinking about us because that 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 meant a lot sweet and it was uh hilarious when we got the uh crock uh the uh dutch, dutch oven. oven yeah because i didn't know what a dutch oven was for a really long time i found out what a dutch oven was and i was mad because i kept watching like the cooking channel and going online and they'd be like give all these elaborate instructions and they'd be like well you need a dutch oven i would kept saying i ain't got no special dutch oven i got a regular ass oven you set it at 350 what the fuck is this dutch oven come to find out it's nothing but a fucking pot and so once i found that out changed my world and i like it because you can actually cook in it's almost like a um cast iron uh type of thing because you can cook in it fry in it do all kinds of uh a shit in it and so it was hilarious because like i said i just had operation so when i seen it it was hilarious i i kind of did like a mute scream because <laughs> i wanted to scream but i couldn't because it hurt too much yeah thank you so much <laughs> so i thank you yeah we'll add i'll update the list somebody's literally asking about it right now on twitter so mm-hmm. i'll make sure to update it with more options we will thank you um all right let's get to uh the next voicemail let's see here um i think it's this one so play Hi, Black Guys Who Tips. This is Moms, at Moms Who Drag with Swag, and a.k.a. Sierra J. I just wanted to call to first tell you guys that I love you guys. Your podcast is amazing. All about black love. I'm here for it. And to tell you that I love 
the episode Negan's Black Wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say, we want to talk about who's running the point system. The black woman is running the point system. <laughs> if you notice in that scene, she was the only woman, only black woman, but she was a beautiful woman with a head full of Indian Remy Bohemian hair <laughs> and a notebook. Had that old need notebook mm-hmm. right down that point system. She's the one that's taking the point. Mm-hmm. That's why she the baddest bitch on the block. Sherry thinks she the baddest bitch, but no. The beautiful black woman is the baddest bitch on the block. And you know that she's the only one that's wearing the latest lingerie. Mm-hmm. And let's keep it real. Let's keep it 100% real. You know she's the only one that's throwing that shit back in his ass. And mm-hmm. the only one that's keeping the numbers. Because you know black girls know how to budget. Because you know we got to get the groceries, pay the bills, pay the rent, and make sure we got them bundles in our hair for when we go to the ball on Friday <laughs> or Thirsty Thursdays. You know that. Uh-huh. So let's give a shout out to her because she's the real goddamn MVP. She's been keeping it safe since day one. She's probably the one who, when he first came, was like, I don't know about y'all, but this nigga's going to be something. So I'm going to be right over here <laughs> with him, sucking and fucking and getting this money because a black woman know how to survive. Struggling and surviving. Good, <laughs> Good times. <laughs> but I just want to say I love you guys. Woo! This episode was funny as fuck. Carl I was gross as fuck. I laughed when Negan laughed because the shit was funny. And we forgot that Carl was a little kid. It wasn't until he cried that I was like, oh, I forgot you're a little-ass boy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I love you guys. This show was funny as shit. And let's give it up to the real MVP keeping the point system. The point system person, the person who is the master of the points, the Gensu Han Solo of the points, is luxurious as black women with the triple E titties. She mm-hmm. was sexy as fuck. She was. You guys have a great day. Uh, thank, thank you, you baby. Yes. Oh, shit. my bad. Oh. Uh, yeah, she was sexy as fuck. That's for real. Um, and yeah, that makes sense. She would be running the numbers. She had a notebook, you know. Old schooling pen. She wasn't. Even, I love that she wasn't even paying nigga no mind when he came in tripping. She was like, he he go again. Anyway, girl. So like I was saying, you know she uh, you know Amber fucking Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Next voicemail. I think it's also from her. Hey again, this is Sierra J, aka at Mom's Drag Witch Swag. Mom's Drag Witch Swag. I just have one more thing to say, and I'm sorry that I'm slurring because I've been sipping some Chardonnay. So <laughs> I would just want to let you know for the sister who sent the email about who's doing her insults, you know damn well that black woman is doing her insult. That woman looked like a Howard University graduate. She looked like an HBCU graduate. And you know when shit get rough in college, we do our own sewing. That's how we all learn. We learn to do our own installs and our own sewing. You know she sew. You know she sew her own shit is. You know she keeps that shit laid. Fried that, laid to the side. And she probably 100% natural. You know she probably still got the only ceramic curling iron that's pressing them edges out. She's a bad bitch, a bad brown bitch. I just want to say that. And I'm a bisexual woman, and I'm all about the dudes, just mm-hmm. to let you know. Y'all have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this, man. I remember um, them HBCU days. Mm-hmm. I'm all about them titties as well, so we have that in common. But, uh, yeah, she uh, she definitely uh, she definitely did her own hair. I can't imagine anybody mm-hmm. else in there touching that you know, hair and, mm-hmm. and getting it right. Let's just say the rest of them ladies in there look like some Beckys, okay? 
they wouldn't even dress right she had them gold them shit that'll fry your hair out you had touch it mm-hmm so uh but yeah thank you so much uh for calling in and last voicemail uh here we go yo what's good what's good yo i only call you know i'm gonna try to make this song quick i know i got three minutes so here i go yo real quick man um you know, i called before you know what i'm saying um it's your boy right here fan from the bronx now live in connecticut or whatnot but anyway I ain't trying to give away too much of my information. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, I just wanted to, like, touch on that thing, what happened that you and Whitey had to endure or whatnot the other, the other week or whatnot. With the, um, with the white dude calling, I mean, I don't mean to point out the race, but it is what it is. The white dude <laughs> calling with some, you know, calling you with some hatred, voicemails and all of that stuff. You know, want to act all, you know, want to act all a different way and tough guy and all that stuff over the internet and, you check them on your stuff, which I thought was extremely funny because that's something I would have did. Like I would have kept on going into it. Like you know, they threw something on there that they didn't mean to, whatever name, whatever. Sometimes address, whatever. Too much information. But um, you know, when you contacted his job and all that, I was like, why? I was like all in. Like I was watching. Like I was just listening to a, a action-packed movie or whatnot. I'm just like, yo, this guy got caught. Like, wow, <laughs> now he try to cop a plea in the most stupid, like, just the most dumbest ways. Like, he try to come at you like he was an attorney and all this stuff. Like, that was so transparent. Like, yo, who can't see through anything like that? Like, why would your attorney be so interested into your, like, come on, like, into your specific case and trying to, like, basically play that reverse psychology on you as you, and you know what I mean? Like, you wasn't, like, intellectual all on your own or whatnot to figure him out, like, from the start. Like, come on, man. That guy can't be too bright. And I did, I did hear you mention that he um probably just had a high school education or whatnot. No shade on nobody else. But, you know, come on, man. This guy, he was just so predictable or whatnot. But then he tried to, you know, try to diss you afterwards, even though you didn't want to, you know, you didn't, you didn't want to give in to what, uh, you know, all his... um you know, all his demands and whatnot as far as deleting the thing or whatnot. But like I said, you handled it correctly. But me personally, I would have been petty to the fullest. I would have went in. As long as I know he's all the way out there in Texas or whatever the case is, I'm like, hi, right, I'm good. I'm, I'm so many miles away from you know, I would have went in on this guy with his job and all that. Like, <laughs> I probably would have went in. As long as I know he ain't got no information on me, I would have went in. But you handled it right, man. So keep it, keep it up, man. You know what I'm saying? I hope you don't have to go through anything like that again. Peace. Uh, thank, thank you. you baby yeah and i you know i definitely didn't want to um i didn't want to go all the way in to be mm-hmm. honest uh and i know we could have went it, it could have been bad man you know um so um yeah it, it could have been bad i'm glad we didn't and i didn't want to do that and I, I don't want our audience to to partake in shit like that either, yeah because truthfully we said it before but we have seen what happens when people have audiences that do that and it, it's not that they, they are that's not the group of people you want to be around right so uh and uh yeah i didn't the point i was making when it came to the whole thing about his high school education was uh it was on the pregame i was talking to justin about it and i was like i know people that would have went in on like oh you only got a high school education i said but 
one of the things about being angry is that people start to lose their nuance and the nuance of the matter like the fact of the matter is we have fans i have people i love stuff like that that have high school education i said and when you say shit like that you can't separate it from what the fuck your intentions were so like you go yeah uh you only got high school education i said and then you end up hurting someone else's feelings you know uh so i was like that's why it's about knowing what you can say and what not to say because uh you know a lot of times it's bigger than just the person you're talking to mm-hmm. um so that's why that's where that came into comp into play because i you know i honestly wouldn't bring something like that up even if i thought it would hurt his feelings it's like but i know to me people that you know just they that they live they they deal with that on a day-to-day basis and i'm not better than them you know what i mean um uh also let me um go on to say that uh normally don't do this on feedback shows but today's show uh is actually sponsored since we're doing it on a, a sunday mm-hmm. uh where we normally do have a sponsor shadow Dog productions is sponsoring this show and these emails about to come up sponsored by shadow Dog productions uh of course uh we have some short horror stories that uh are out there that you might have heard about mm-hmm. um they're basically me and karen uh we uh <laughs> uh we play black people in horror movies and horror situations mm-hmm. uh it came from an idea that uh we started uh and it's, it's called joke. yeah as a joke and it's called short horror uh is the name of the, the series and i believe it's on the all your nightmares uh album that they have uh for shadow dog and um yeah check it out because this is us basically dealing with shit like vampires and haunted houses and shit but it's hilarious and they short yeah you know niggas ain't gonna be around but for so long when she get to cracking off yep doesn't take long for mm-hmm. you like okay we out so grand opening grand closing yep so uh with that being said let's check out the emails that we got this week uh oh got quite a few man it's turned out to be a longer show than i thought it would be mm-hmm uh Caritha says, uh, dear Rod and Karen, because I'm nerdier than most, I'm going to tell you stuff you don't need to know and didn't ask about. I love the show and will continue to be a premium supporter. However, I'm very squeamish, so I always skip the recast of The Walking Dead. It confused me that some people only discover the show because you recap that stuff. Also, well, just imagine it was a show you did like. Think about it. Like, you wouldn't be confused if it was like, if we was recapping Queen Sugar every week, you'd be like, oh, maybe that some people like Queen Sugar that much some people like walking dead and they're not squeamish also uh, also plus our recaps like they're not that squeamish because it's not really much to i mean it's not like you can physically see it that's why it's almost safer for people right a lot of people say they love the recaps but like i won't watch the show but i can keep up so when my coworkers right. talk at work i'm not lost i know who the characters are right i recap we just be like oh that nigga i was fucked up you know as opposed <laughs> yeah, you to you ain't got to see it you ain't got to see it also i can't understand how you can stand violent shows like that i'm praying for you and yes i'm being extra lol <laughs> well, i'm gonna tell you this as a black man in america every day i wake up my life is violent and my people went through too much for me not to be able to handle the sight of blood so that's why i do it all right next one 1337 ah! tyrone said slow go clap y'all did that 
old buddy tried the tried the queen and it got handled everything is not a game is the realest quote for social media but you got to make examples out of people in order for them to see some progress but it's the internet and this is one of many but on a lighter note we love karen and she is everything stay up right and queen karen thank you baby thank you tyrone Call them. <clears throat> all right we have uh andrea or andrea uh says hey there Rod and karen i hope this email finds you well i'll make this short as i'm sure you guys have plenty of emails to get through i just ran across the attached article on the griot's website i immediately googled to find more information on the topic and was not pleased with the lack of coverage i'm a native of south carolina and currently reside in the midlands area of the state i can tell you firsthand that this issue is not currently being discussed in the local media and we know why i'm outraged about the inhumanity of the situation white people stay trying it if you feel moved to do so please share this info on your pod which i enjoy lastly love your commentary on the noah tommy charlemagne bullshit keep up the good work best drea r um oh so it's about uh and i've been seeing uh a little bit shared about this on social media but yeah you're right i haven't seen anything shared about this on uh tv and stuff um um it Gullah Geechee descendants of slaves fight for their lands basically um descendants of slaves in South Carolina you know Geechee is a South Carolina thing mm-hmm. down at Miss Music Lover that's where she from right. right um so there's these slaves that basically were promised land and they that is theirs you know but now the state is trying to uh confiscate the land and auction it off um even though for 150 years that lands has been there since emancipation um so yeah um they basically it's a it's a situation where kind of like the north dakota access pipeline and stuff like that um you have people being like what can we do about this how can you get people to protest this how do you get people down here it's so wild man because it feels like everything is such a dumpster fire this year with some of this stuff and like with the clock ticking on the obama presidency if nothing happens with certain things i just don't see anything happening good under trump so it's almost like whether you want to or not you have about 60 days or let's say 45 days to have something said or done about this and i don't know and, and and what can you do that won't be repealed or overturned immediately by the new president and his regime you know wow. um but yeah so um they sold property the house all of it uh when i offered to pay them a check they told me i couldn't i had to get cash money 880 some dollars that i had to pay them to get my place back it's like we're saying uh they were saying if i didn't get on the system i wouldn't have no place to stay milton suspects that the heart attack she suffered in january was brought on by the stress of trying to get her home back and they just took her home There's, that's it your home been sold and you got it because you didn't pay 250 dollars for sewer service and now we just sold your whole home and let you can't get it back uh unless you have some money in cash right now um let's see many of her friends and neighbors in jackson village one of the three black communities in plantersville south carolina face losing their homes in a similar way if they don't pay the tax for a sewer they say they didn't want and didn't need so someone installed a sewer not you know and then they tax these people and then they say you didn't pay the tax we taking your whole home last week 20 homes were put up for auction these are all somebody's lives people's lives 
most residents at the are direct descendants of west african slaves who bought land on the former rice plantation or were deeded by it by the government after emancipation in 1865 property ownership has special meaning for those former slaves known as Gullah Geechee and the land uh has been proudly passed down through the generations as a safe haven to raise families and farm but america's seemingly insatiable appetite for coastal living and the money that can be made from buying up cheap former plantation land is a potential threat the only people we see are the developer said reverend ben great gazing at the empty road that snakes through the jackson village we call them strangers and we are afraid of them because they come to take your land they are millionaires and big cars driving slow staking out property dreaming of what it would be like to have a motel on the river right here uh with this neat brick built built bungalows set back in the uh, from the roads and their uh own plots of land and protected from the roar of the highway 701 by a dense forest jackson village feels secure and cushioned against charge against change but few residents have their deeds to their homes the free slaves who originally bought the land were mistrustful of the legal system or excluded from it and did not leave written wills the land is held in common the families are entitled to live on it under the heirs properties rights but so are all the descendants of the original owners being great estimates that more than a million people spread out across america have a share of land in plantersville whether they know it or not mm. damn is one of, if one of them decides to sell their share of their parents grandparents homes a court can order the entire property to be sold at auction so although they're living on prime wow and you know motherfuckers are probably go, doing genealogy tracing and trying to find different black people and be like hey sell your one one thousandth of this land so that we can put it up for auction and then kick these people out so although they are living on prime real estate which sought which sought much sought out there for holiday homes golf courses and crunchy clubs they cannot simply sell it up for a fat profit profit so also the people actually living there can't just say i want to sell my home because because of this law is is distributed to many people and you can't track down all them people to give them their money and you wouldn't get a huge portion of that money once it's split so yeah that wow man when they just seizing homes because of prop because of property tax and shit wow yeah um i mean hopefully people can signal boosted enough that something can be done maybe yeah, people can get out there and do the same thing protest and stuff like that because yeah, that, that, that's fucked up because and i've always said this when has the government ever gone into white people neighborhoods and yanked that shit up without a motherfucking fight? Yeah. Yeah. And it being plastered on the news, plastered on t- it wouldn't give a damn as a goddamn trailer park home. You go into a trailer park home, all them white folks down there and talking about you gonna uh do anything they're gonna meet you with some guns and say no the fuck you ain't. It's also cause of how we are forced to pass shit down when you have to circumvent the legal system. Come on. Like it's just so fucked up man but maybe you can get those veterans hey they said they was handling heading from uh where did they go from um they went from north dakota to ferguson maybe or was it flint maybe they'll head there next maybe and they, and they should and they should because the thing is dog don't think just because the government ain't taking your property now don't think your property ain't next right uh <clears throat> love the show this is by leah she says hey rod and karen i just wanted to email to say i love your show gets me through the work day i emailed before and i sent a video and i think it got swept up in the burning storm i didn't even know who he was until i started listening to your show lol also i'm a vegan and i live in charlotte i know what restaurant you were talking about i would not suggest that restaurant to someone who was trying vegan for the first time remix salad took me down lol 
if you would like to try vegan again i suggest zz's it's maybe the closest to vegan soul food in charlotte and it's a takeout spot all right writing it down contrary to popular belief i will try vegan food again just not from that place no not from that place. uh it's maybe close to vegan soul food in charlotte as takeout spot atlanta has a soul food place called solely vegetarian believe i believe you all seem like good like to like good food like me vegan or no i hope you like this better lol i'll oh, thank you baby we'll try and let you know after the harassment from the troll in texas and likely hotap alkaline diet weirdo i just want to say this vegan sh- loves your show respects your personal taste buds and i want to spread some positivity and say i get through my uh get get through my work day because of you too and ding dong the witch is dead pat mccrory hey turn up he gone celebrate good time come on mm-hmm. karen i will also be leaving a review on itunes thank you for everything uh you do love you guys thank Leah. you baby thank you leah mm-hmm. uh let's see who else oh shana writes in uh hey rod and karen sending love and time trolling is titled with us hey we're karen and rod uh shana writes uh shana here writing in like an absent father who only comes around on your birthday as usual but know that i stay listening and appreciating the laughs on my now uh of my now longer commute so when i heard about the most recent troll gate i had to show y'all some love nothing to say about that dude except to send my respect to rob for being so good at the internet sometimes you gotta let a nigga know that just because he spends half his day on the internet doesn't mean he is smarter than you anyway i realized something as i was listening y'all talk about trolls i've been listening to your show for a few years now i definitely understand the theory that the show is bigger the sponsors are bigger and more numerous and the two of you have been gaining visibility but what i when i listen to the show it doesn't feel like it still feels like i'm at a at a bar kicking it with rod and karen laughing and talking about the weeks going on uh that can't be an easy thing considering how big the show has gotten and it didn't have to be that way i know y'all did that intentionally and i for one appreciate it oh thank you thank you baby we do try to keep it familiar man i mean a lot of decisions you have to make for the show whether it's like even just what you talk about opinions you have i know y'all listen uh we were talking we were talking about um the read yesterday because mm-hmm. we love to read mm-hmm. and it, we were having to be like yeah i i know i understand we understand from a podcast a perspective of how the show had to change for certain shit you know um uh, i think crystal was talking about you know how people were harassing her because of something right. Charlemagne said she didn't do anything Mm-mm. to deserve to be harassed by that but the point is back in the day people were like well you used to would have you would have tweeted about this well now i get paid for my thoughts so now i don't just give them up for fucking everything for free. yeah like maybe i want to get to a platform where i get paid y'all say y'all think black women should be paid for their work y'all think black women need to value themselves when well, now you want me to give away my shit for free now it's like if i don't not that it would ruin her to come out against Charlemagne, but the idea is some people were trying to promote it that way so you're basically saying if i don't quote unquote ruin my chances of, of working on tv then i'm not real you know like it's little shit like that where you have to watch because uh, a few years ago it wouldn't have been that way you know what i mean like and the read was one of those shows that blew up really fast but even then back when they first started it would have been more like if if she would have decided to go in or not go in the pressure wouldn't have been on her that way it wouldn't right. have been like 
you are now representative of all black women and you have to say what we want you to say it'd have been just her opinion because that's a thing like most podcasters that's been doing anything for an extent podcasts for periods of time you grow you evolve you change right. your audience grows your audience evolves they change like that's just a part of being a podcaster yeah and they're and like i'm just using them as example because we right. talked about them yesterday mm-hmm. but you know there's a lot of shows i think when people start off you're a little meaner we're i don't think we were necessarily one of those shows but you, you're a little meaner because the internet and because the conversation you're having is you feel almost private and like not a lot of people are listening so you can say man fuck so-and-so but then you realize like oh now that my show's getting bigger so-and-so might hear what i have to say about them and i don't really feel that that much animosity towards them right. or um i can say something mean about somebody uh because i can't relate to the idea that they got harassed on twitter and that's why they ended up saying some out-of-pocket bullshit right. you know years later you're the one being harassed so your views on that may change right now you understand like oh people can drive you to a point where you say some crazy shit mm-hmm. you didn't mean to say some crazy shit but point being like so i think the show we do we try to have integrity and we fight for the space to be honest and open and and transparent to a certain extent but also just to still be ourselves and you know i think the audience kind of grows with you you know there's opinions that like i said i'm sure five six years ago if i go back and listen to my the old archives i'm sure i would be like oh yeah i don't believe that anymore you know just just don't like stuff like marriage equality i remember when i i've never been anti-marriage equality pretty much ever in my life but the point being i remember on this show when i started i was kind of like who gives a fuck who people are fucking fuck who you want to fuck i don't care why do you care who people are fucking they're consenting adults leave them the fuck alone and that was my opinion on marriage quality but you know over the years i kind of thought about it and evolved and i was like no i do care i do want people to be able to have marriage quality and i and it's not just i don't give a fuck it's i very much give a fuck about you deserving the same rights as me because that's what we need the same way that i need somebody to give a fuck about cops killing us in the street i need people to give a fuck about lgbt people being treated the same way that we treat uh everybody else like that's what equality is is the equal treatment it's not equal um apathy towards one's state i mean maybe we can get to that point one day that that's probably like the truest equality is when everyone gives no fucks about each other uh as far as like that's probably the closest we'll ever get but right now we don't have that so what we can do is be proactive about the people that we see getting the shaft and and caring about shit that it doesn't quote unquote really affect us but maybe signal boosting it maybe giving your opinion on it maybe spreading awareness about it maybe that can bring about some change and i feel like that's an opinion i didn't have when we started this show and as you know so the audience has grown as we've grown and i just think it's because we're so good at what we do that it still ends up feeling like you hanging out with us at the cookout you know and we just talking that's all but that you know but we have grown and the show's grown and yes we've dealt with more trolls and shit too um anyway can't close out without showing my girl karen some love karen's puns are getting good rashi is coming for your title i know i know she's getting comfortable over there ain't she just bam 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 
i uh, hope y'all don't have to to spend too much time this feedback show talking about critter getter uh we getting uh we got to get back to these jokes oh uh, no nah, i'm i'm good he yeah we back to the jokes yeah it's jokes even when he's we talking about him what's what's funny is uh uh <laughs> he just totally uh had it wrong he thought karen was the annoying bitch in the relationship and it's me nigga oh lord surprise <laughs> it's me dog i'll make the time um let's see lloyd writes in uh what's up karen and rod it's called overdue review uh rod and karen it's me lloyd from b-a-p-p-o-d oh the black astronauts okay hey baby uh houston we have a problem podcast show thank you writing in uh i hope everything is well with you just writing in to let you know, guys uh know that you are awesome and i live for each uh, show every day i enjoy your well-informed commentary and quick-witted puns karen i love your laugh it's real and it brings me joy every time i hear it episode 1338 mudia diary of a mad cow i know you guys are trying to avoid an angry episode but i enjoy every minute especially the epic rant dragon that karen did i found myself yelling bitch good go off there you go fuck allyship fuck white women fuck white men fuck 30 percent of hispanic latino men and women who voted for trump fuck everybody the fuck a safety pin mean to me lord i was clapping so hard i had to sit my big pregnant ass down because my heart rate was surpassed the 150 bpm that is considered safe she pretty much summed up all my feelings uh watching and hearing trump on the news learning off of all his cabinet picks literally gives me stress i feel so bad for my daughter who gets to be born in trump's america i have no patience for anyone trying to justify their vote for trump i live for white tears of those who voted for his racist orange starburst and now realize they made a mistake <clears throat> mm-hmm. i see all kinds not to get off i see all types of um articles popping up on facebook about people in these meals that he tricked to vote for him talking about they felt left out he ain't doing what he promised and motherfuckers tried to tell y'all he could not bring these jobs back y'all need to re-educate yourselves mm-hmm. i agree yeah i laugh at those articles i don't Me even really too. i don't even really share them i just look at them and be like ha because you knew you knew you voted for racism and then you went oh yeah i guess everything else is important in the government oh well guess i'll try to figure a way to live without medicaid I find solace in knowing that he will ruin their lives too. Karen, I needed that rant. You're the best. Yeah, I just shut up and let her do her thing. Yeah, I got fed up. Like, you know, because it's it's a lot, particularly in a black woman. And that shit means a lot because I think a lot of times, um, particularly being a female, being a black female, it's just a lot of nuances and things that you see that sometimes black men don't see. And particularly when it comes to white women tears, a lot of times dudes don't have to really deal with that. Now, unless you're dating or, or living with the white woman, you really don't have to deal with it on a uh, everyday basis. And sometimes not even on a racist basis as a, as a black woman do. And that shit get really, 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 really old really quickly. Mm-hmm. Especially for those that don't understand and they're not <clears throat> trying to understand. Um, she also goes on to say, in other news, I live in Cincinnati, Ohio, graduate of the University of Week Hill, black man for pulling off Cincinnati. By the time you read this, I'm sure that the controversial heartbeat bill will become law simply because Governor Cassius is a bitch ass nigga with no conscience. 
i doubt he will actually sign the bill but he but what he will do is leave it for the 10 days so it returns to ohio congress and becomes law i'll never understand the gop obsession with women's vaginas and reproductive organs this is the party that will do anything to protect the unborn fetus and then turn around and gut social security net so that they uh to save them after they're born they should be called the pro-birth party because they don't give a fuck about the lives of these children after birth sorry i'm ranting love y'all keep it up Mm -hmm. p.s the clap back on that troll was phenomenal i love how rod gets fired up about his wife slash partner we need more men like you love peace and bacon grease lloyd thank you lloyd thank you baby uh let's see uh oh this i know hh because i know i was fucking up your name oh q okay you go by q all right cool um hey rod karen i'm q i'm overeducated black woman wife and mother of two who also loves ratchetness mess and foolishness i've been a faithful listener for over a year and just now became premium oh wait and the poll and the title of this email is why was i so happy that you confronted and defeated your troll uh i just became a premium content subscriber welcome to the club i love politics and political theater and during this election cycle i consume tons of media that's centered around that but since the election i've had to stop cold turkey because otherwise i'd have panic attacks every hour on the hour right i'll be looking at this news like nope yeah Yeah, (laughs) like you know how much shit we haven't covered on this show because i'll just be looking like of course of course like oh i hate thing that we've been wondering about people been ignoring like okay like a lot of shit i just let go down the timeline just laugh at and keep it going the worst part about being pragmatic and cynical is that you don't even get to be rejoiceful when you write because you want to be wrong right i'll be like oh of course they oh cool. of course he's just going okay just another government and sex person in charge of the economy okay but y'all ain't like hillary you know it's that shit and i'll just be about to go crazy i'm like you know what when we do the show just gonna talk about white people now fuck it you know like uh let's do the show today and uh we'll talk about what little bow wow said like i'm sorry but i can't Mm -hmm. uh no really a bitch has been feeling low and scared for the last three weeks because i truly feel that this man's presidency will make the world a much more dangerous place for brown and black people women and girls yep so since the election i turned even more to you and karen's show and whether the topic is serious or light your podcast one of the spots in my day when i'm cheerful i follow you and karen on twitter and since i am pretty much ha- new hashtag on here uh <laughs> well you already learned some of the hashtag stuff uh since i'm pretty much new hashtag on there uh it took me a minute to follow what was happening with your troll but when i saw how quickly you unraveled his identity and brought the pain in his workplace i got healed quick hell i got heated and happy i remember thinking yes rod finish him no mercy because they need to learn they need to learn <laughs> i was also a little surprised at the anger in my heart at a man i didn't even know who didn't who decided to fuck with people i never met i mean i am somebody's mama and i like to think i have a warm and forgiving heart <laughs> but ooh, i was so glad you gathered that man together and aired his whack ass out and after a little thought and introspection i figured out why i was so mad that he harassed you all i know you're that creating your podcast and other content is your full-time gig and i appreciate that you always manage somehow to make us laugh no matter what the subject matter may be but in all seriousness you are out here helping people so how dare that fool slander karen's laugh i love her laugh it makes me happy to hear another black woman be happy when i hear karen's laugh i'm immediately reminded oh yeah black women get to be joyful we get to express the joy in our hearts too 
that's how bad it is out here for us we have to remind ourselves that we had a right to happiness when i listen to y'all my spirits lift a little i laugh i cheer the fuck up for one of the for one or sometimes two blessed hours of constantly worrying about how to educate and raise my girls to keep my little family and coins safe from what this crazy administration is about to unleash upon us i am clearly not alone being educated woke and black in america is exhausting and you karen and your show help us to decompress i value you all in the comment that you create ultimately i was pissed because the troll was fucking with something valuable i'm so glad you checked his ass and stood up for your wife lastly if it weren't for you and karen i would never have figured out what a nerd i am and apparently have been my whole life <laughs> karen was uh in nerd denial too if you in all fairness <laughs> damn i wish i had access to a blurred slash bgn community when i was a girl ah well i have it now without the blackout tips i will also never have figured out that listening to my fellow black folks talk folks talk about game of thrones is almost as fun as watching it ain't it though i was thinking about that today i was um listening to uh that vance staples north north and i was uh remixing in my head to be for the lannisters already like i was already like sometimes i'll remix rap songs uh for game of thrones and uh i was already doing it in my head uh <laughs> i was like from a city where the basses carry strong heat <laughs> north side start keep north side start keep yeah like uh, i ain't do all the lyrics yet though <laughs> but uh i couldn't help it man because uh you gotta bring some blackness when we talk about this nerd shit mm-hmm. uh because of you all i got a 44 i got to uh i got wait because of you all at 44 i get to acknowledge something new and fun and cool uh kind of cool about myself my nerdiness and listening after hitting 40 managing to stay happily married while raising two kids discovering cool fun things about yourself is pretty rare so thanks for that too all right enough standing y'all are awesome cheers q from mill valley thank you q yeah you're never too old to enjoy life honey enjoy life that is awesome that is that is awesome as hell thank you so much mm-hmm uh ralph wrote in feedback hey hello karen and rod premium listener here i am converted i also converted my brother to the cause and he's now a proud premium listener as well each one teach one what I'm talking about thank you baby bds is the best especially on karen days yep i do love some balls esports and i do love it when karen can be here to enjoy it with us yeah it's like i don't know if it's good or bad for roger because then you got me and justin it y'all the people that listen love the chaos of you both being on the same time i could tell i haven't written in a while and wanted to say thank you for all the great content as well as all the other podcasts i've been introduced to especially three guys on i love that show man because all my shit there's literally too much to listen to which is one of the good those good problems i found that other white podcasts that i used to listen to have completely fallen off of me as i enjoy the black perspective on issues of the day you guys provide an amazing service to all of us on that front yeah i was uh participating in a hashtag like a uh, twitter chat for support poc pods and uh i think it was led by i know it was i heard about it from black girls nerds but it was actually led by this other dude uh asian asian guy and um i was learning about so many different podcasts i hadn't even heard before because i do want to support these podcasts out here um, and uh, other people of color and start you know branching out and stuff like that because there are other people out there who aren't even on our radar so you know when people have this stuff i actually do go in and 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 save and look for these other podcasts because we like to expand so you know 2017 coming up we in trump's america so we gotta let y'all know it's, uh, it's some more of us out here so we'll probably be introducing y'all to some more people 
yeah so uh but yeah man getting those different perspectives matters because we're pretty much fed the mainstream white perspective on everything in america yes, we are. and it doesn't mean that those shows aren't good or they have no merit or value but some things like everybody with privilege you're just blind to those things you just you, you have a blind spot you don't know um and there's a lot of white shows that were like that for me you know there were there was a ton of white shows that i don't know if i listen to any political white show anymore because of how uh, how giddy they were about trump you know i couldn't I, take I, it i had to tap out yeah it, i it couldn't was a game with them i'm like nah dog this is my life yeah and i'm talking over a year ago this wasn't even some shit from like oh this mm-hmm. these last two months like nah mm-hmm. over a year ago i was like y'all motherfuckers sound a little too happy and not enough this is dangerous he could win he's scary you know it's not okay that there's even one candidate that's openly bigoted on that ballot not that the other ones are better quote unquote but his openness was something new and something dangerous but white people didn't really have to worry about those things because they didn't fit into the categories of people that he really hates like right they're not muslim they're not like they're not mexican they're not black like you know and especially uh for the men they're not women which is why he took the white male vote so so heavily you know um but anyway uh also i wanted to say that i particularly enjoyed you smacking down that troll it's hilarious how people treat the internet as a game and act out tough and you can get and get real conciliatory when they are potentially uh having real life consequences general rule i follow if i wouldn't say it to you in person i'm not going to say it to you online come on if that dude wants was to see you both in person and try to call Karen out her name, he'd have to prepare to potentially get those hands. But of course, he's a coward and would never do that. I'm glad you injected some reality into that troll's life. Keep doing what you're doing and make sure you guys get some breaks in there. Your schedule seems exhausting. It can be. Uh, thanks again for being the highlight of every week as well as developing such a positive, vibrant, amazing community of listeners online. Also happy to see you see your profile grow much deserved yeah 2016 has been a big year for us growing mm-hmm. our profile and trying some new shit so yeah, 2016 i mean it's had its ups and its downs but i'm not ain't gonna lie even with uh the upcoming trump's america 2016 as far as like us doing podcasting has honestly it's been the, one of the best years yet we got to meet a lot of people who we've uh been friends with for years and like across the internet and all that shit like meeting y'all in real life doing the meetups like that meant a lot to me as as far as like a podcast and i know the best is uh yet to come even in trump's quote-unquote uh america we can still do great things so lastly last email guys if you had would the troll reach out to us again i feel like you you you, you won uh jay renfro this is from danny barnes dash yard according to her uh account um dear rod i listen to the podcast several times per week and have been doing so for years i'm sorry to hear about the problems that you and karen have been having with jay renfro spelling oh you know how to spell it jason you know how to spell it his behavior is inexcusable Ah! I am a journalist and have endured similar kinds of harassment on the internet in relationship to my professional work, including both racist and sexist slurs, and one person even attacking my only child. It's disheartening and scary, to say the least. In most cases, I know who the perpetrators are and could easily figure out where they lived or worked. That being said, I would like to say that I do not think it was appropriate for you to contact Renfro's job and furthermore, tell all the listeners where he works. In my opinion, it was going too far. I have to agree with quote unquote James the attorney on this point. 
I already know that you fake because nobody agrees with James the attorney. Everybody's we know like, James fuck the attorney James. ain't real, dog. He's right. not real. He's not even on the bar. Perhaps more importantly, though, I believe you have spent at least an hour on this topic as a listener. I find it tedious. I do not believe it is the reason that most listeners tune in. Well, surprise, surprise. You would absolutely be wrong. I i would say we've gotten more listen to this feedback show we got more engagement this week but people being like i'm glad you got in that troll but your opinion is noted one person ah! i hope he doesn't bother you and karen again we have more important things to talk about like sore ratchetness for instance respectfully danny uh disrespectfully we ain't do shit karen and i do this show ain't no we nigga you ain't pick not nan topic you ain't you've never written into the show before ain't no we danny quote unquote uh and i and i know you're not a fan of the show because if you were a fan of the show and you really wanted us to move on you wouldn't have written this email you wouldn't have wrote this email because you know we do a feedback show where we go over the emails that we get throughout the week so it doesn't even make sense that a fan who doesn't want us to talk about something would write in like don't talk about this you would just shut the fuck up because you know we're gonna move on because we don't give a fuck either uh, i replied but if you listen to the show you know that this email is just another thing that'll keep us talking about it why even send it we want to move on too uh danny responded i'm not sure i follow oh i'm sure you don't follow you don't listen to the show i never asked you to mention or read my email on the show they all get read nigga they all get read unless you say don't read this what the fuck don't write in for feedback i have been trapped <laughs> right this isn't a personal conversation all right you like you're not my friend you didn't even write in hey just want to privately pull you 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 wrote in people write all the time and they be like hey don't read this on the show we'll respect that like yeah keep in mind i also started googling danny barnes yarn yard danny barnes yard who apparently you know obviously you've been harassed you're a journalist zero can't find shit on danny barnes yard journalists who gets harassed and writes these pieces that people will come find you don't have a twitter account you where are they harassing you danny where your articles at i I love a link to your work so uh danny quote unquote goes on uh i have been traveling so i'm behind on podcasts hopefully the topic of this fool is no longer all current on the podcast and then all current sorry uh auto correct strikes again and sad kitty face and i responded you say you were tired of us talking about on the podcast you know if you write in it will end up we'll end up talking about your email thus increasing the likelihood that we will not move on do you have links to your work where you were harassed what articles did you write who do you write for i tried to look you up but i couldn't find anything and uh yeah i guess she's still traveling because that was two days ago and i ain't getting no response just leave us alone jason it don't have to be like this could be simple you just shut up and leave us alone you can't control this you can't win this all right you're very you're very transparent that's all i'm saying all right guys we'll be back uh tomorrow if karen feels up to it after you know if she goes to work and all all that stuff we'll see uh but thank you so much uh karen how are you feeling by the way i feel fine all right karen feels fine so maybe we will be back tomorrow um and uh thank you so much for listening to the show everybody out there podcast land um until tomorrow i love you i love you too